is Team Left Jab. This is Sam from the Team Left Jab United Radio Network, and you're listening to the only guys left who have the balls to do a show like Stern, Opie and Anthony, and Imus used to do. The Rob and Slim Show featuring the legendary, iconic Slambo. Warning. The Federal Communications Commission has determined the following content to be emotionally harmful. Young children should not view this content under any circumstances, even if supervised by a parent or guardian. I'm back and I'm ready to put my foot inside someone's ass. That's how it's done. Hi, this is Bex from Garris Random Ramblings. You're listening to The Robin Slim Show. Listener discretion is advised. In this corner, the devastating duo of mayhem, carnage, and absolute destruction, Rob and Slim! You're listening to The Rob and Slim Show. With Rob. I do not date Play Jane assistants. Slim. No one loves you like I do. And sometimes the Slamborghini. I love Lady Boys. Internet Radio's finest. I come a I from a Tok Tokyo. I say hey, roll. I make J roll. Shrimp and pay roll. You need the egg roll? I bring the egg roll. You eat the egg roll. I come a I from a Tok Tokyo. I say hey, roll. Drive come roll. I drive real slow. You need the egg roll? I bring the egg roll. You eat the egg roll. I come a I from a Tok Tokyo. What can I say about myself? Not a ride if it has redder air. I go to store in a big mall. Buy a belt and a blanket and some shorts. When I on phone, I make a call. I'm not sure why you hang up for. Konnichiwa, where you go? I come a I from a Tok Tokyo. I have rope breeze racing now. I want vacation to China. Bro. I nice fair, bro. I real man. 
This is Summer Smith, and you're listening to The Robin Slim Show. Booyah, boona. Hey, guys, this is RJ Mitty, and you're listening to The Robin Slim Show. This is Carrie Frylock Means, and you're listening to The Robin Slim Show, fools. Hey, it's Kevin Wiseman, actor, musician. You're listening to The Rob and Slim Show, and Slambo, asterisk, in parentheses. He's not really part of the show. I'm a commodity. I'm a known name in this industry. You lucky to have me. It's showtime, and I don't mean a bad impression of HBO. I mean time for a show. Fuck yeah, fuck yeah, it's time. What uh, I got my uh, Trump's Gone Wild stimulus check. Did you get that? Yeah, I did. It was exciting. I'm going to just pay off my debt, bro. I'm just, I got like $1,000 on my Amazon credit card. I'm just going to use that for that. Get a, a bedazzled face mask that says Grizz. Uh, yes, I'll do that as well. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Yeah, I... I like, <laughs> I was hoping uh, it came with like a video at least of him like twirling his fucking shirt around, going woo, like a, <laughs> oh, yeah. like a girl's gone wild fucking <laughs> video. But it's Trump's gone wild. Do you hear the cocksucker is uh, holding up the paper checks? He wants his name put on them. Like the fuck that is you? ridiculous. Just, just so it says Trump check. Yeah, <laughs> love Donald, love Donnie. Love I hope with a heart. <laughs> uh, the eye has a heart instead of a dot on top. I hope that's what it says. Oh my fuck! Go tech. to the group though. Uh, there is a, a Trump date. Trump update. It's uh, right, towards the bottom, guy. I think. It's uh, it's the it's the first and last time I'll ever agree with any of his uh, policies. Uh, right there, right there. <laughs> He's gonna look into fucking pardoning Joe Exotic. So we, oh, I didn't uh, first I'll just pause opened it. up a YouTube. Um, yeah, it's a YouTube video. That's what happens when you click that. All right. Well, it looked, it, no, because it looked like uh, it looked oh, like an article. I didn't oh, realize. Oh no, it's a fucking movie. <laughs> it's a mini movie. I love the f- the fact that he had to address this in a, in a fucking press conference. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, play play away. It's it's good. It is. His rating hits um, of the coronavirus, aside from these briefings, has been a show on Netflix called uh, Tiger King. Yeah. And uh, the man who's the star of this is a former zoo owner who's serving a 22 year prison sentence. Uh, he's asking you for a pardon, saying he was unfairly convicted. Um, your son yesterday jokingly said that uh, you know he was going to advocate for it, and I was wondering if you've seen the show and if you have any thoughts on uh, pardoning uh, Joe. Exotic. Which son? It must be Don. I had a feeling it was tough. I think the other one is only watches Paw Patrol. Isn't the other one six years old? I know nothing about it. He has 22 years for what? What did he do? He allegedly hired someone to murder an animal rights activist, but he said that he didn't do that. And he was, do you think he didn't do it? Are you on his side? Uh, well, I, are, you, are you recommending sides, a pardon? Uh, no, I'm, I'm not advocating anything. As a reporter, you're not allowed to do that. You'd be criticized by these. Would you recommend a pardon? I'm not weighing in on time. I don't think you would. I don't think you would. Go ahead. you have a question? I'll take a look. Is that Joe Exotic? Yeah. That's Joe Exotic. All right. All right, all right. Trump. That's, that's one good thing. to hear. That's one thing. It's one good thing. Uh, He's going to look into Joe I hope, Exotic. I hope he pardons Joe. Joe gets out and like runs against him and wins. That would be amazing. That would, that be, would amazing. be fucking awesome. Yeah. I think he's popular enough to win right now. I think so. And I think that's basically what we have in office. Like, we basically have Joe Exotic. He's basically <laughs> yeah, fucking just, Joe Exotic. The only difference is with Joe Exotic, we'd have tigers in the White House. Drugs? It would just be so much cooler. And yeah, yeah. And tigers. Yeah. <laughs> just and apes. Husbands. <laughs> yeah. We'll have a bunch of husbands. And a lot of husbands. Lot, there won't be. He, no, no first ladies under uh, Joe Exotic. <laughs> or will they be? Will he still refer to them as first ladies? I don't know. I don't know what if that's like, a legal thing. Like if he has he shoot, to, like blow up dolls and press conferences and shit. I hope. <laughs> I hope so. Fuck yeah! Every press conference, he just brings up <laughs> Carol Baskin. Yes. <laughs> Fuck yes! Fuck yes! That'd be great. That'd be great. Fuck yeah! 
I had no fucking uh, uh, Walking Dead to watch. That's so fucked up. Mm-hmm. How long is this shit going to take? Uh, I should have wrote Ghost Bat, the series. That'd be good. You should. Then they should air that in place of uh, yeah. The Walking Dead to hold us over. We should see like, how Bat. many like actors and actresses we can get on board for Ghost Bat. <laughs> They're all Ghost out of Bat. jobs right now, right? I'm sure Fuck they'll yeah. do it. Every, like, everyone's jumping to Ghost Bat. I'm and you sure have to wear a mask while in Ghost Bat. Sure, like, that's part of it. I'm going to jump all over Ghost Bat. The story yeah. of a fucking sad ghost. That fuck, Ghost Bat. Yeah. They're, they're, they're disgusting. People have been fucking killing them and running from them, screaming for fucking centuries. And uh, Ghost Bat just wants to be loved, so he just kills everybody through with this virus. Until you learn a love. You learn a love will change the world. That is a fucking powerful fuck. That's what we need right now. How do you, like, what do you have to do to show Ghost Bat that you love it? Find a fucking bat and, like, nuzzle it (laughs) on you and, like, fucking pet it and fucking... Tell it's a good boy. Like little kisses. It's a good little boy. Yeah, little, <laughs> rub, little butterfly kisses and rubbing your noses together. Eskimo kisses. That will save the world right now. Get on that shit. I, I thought Zombie Jesus was going to come back and, and fix it. Did he? Did he fucking No, I guess he was just like... He's just like sleeping in this Yeah, one he was just like, ah, no, I don't want to get infected. So he's just... You what know, if he's the one out. controlling this shit? What if he fucking made it? He might have. I, think I don't think like, he's Chinese, though. I think it was... Uh, wait, Japanese. Oh, oh okay. he may have. He may have. I think it's like uh, God was waiting to like a certain amount of podcasts. There's too many podcasts. <laughs> that's what it is. And he's just like, fuck, got to get rid of some of this shit. <laughs> Fucking, yeah, J.J. Sandlin and, and uh, uh, Mike Jolitz was was pretty bad. I think that's what brought it on. Yeah, so so really, like, we haven't, like, nobody has shown that data, but we know that that data exists and all the shitty podcasts that are dying. And once now, it hit a certain fucking this. number, God was like, fuck yeah. this shit. Hit that yeah. reset button. So if you have a shitty podcast, you're probably going to die of coronavirus because yeah. that's what it's meant for. Fuck yeah, oh. it's meant for. <laughs> it's, meant it's meant for you, <laughs> you shitty podcast. You and your shitty podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Uh, it I just got, happens to be killing old people because it thinks that they're like shitty podcasters. Yeah, yeah. 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 Old people basically are all <laughs> shitty podcasters. That's the same fucking thing. That's the same fucking thing. But, uh, fucking, I've been watching Ozark season three. It's amazing. It's okay. the tensest fucking season. All of them are, but this one is just like, your butthole doesn't like relax. You're just like on edge the whole fucking time. There was one episode I just saw with, uh, Marty, who's, uh, Jason Bateman, and he's, uh, the, the fucking cartel just comes and scoops him up and, like, tortures him for, like... I, you don't even... It's, like, weeks or whatever. Like, it's just the most craziest fucking episode. Craziest fucking episode. And we got Kevin L. Johnson tonight from that. He plays, uh, Sam. Okay, cool. And he's one of my favorite characters. Him and, uh, Ruth. Sam and Ruth are my favorite characters in the show. So has he been there since the beginning? Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. And his progression as a character is amazing. Like, he he's fucking awesome. Uh, and we got Brent Tobler from Free Roll tonight. That's awesome. gonna be good. That's gonna be good. Discuss that book. Cause that book, you ever read or do anything? No, Some I don't read fucking, or anything even watch like a that, fucking no. movie our yeah, buddy still, Steve Colt has been in? Still, still haven't even watched The Hunt. Fuck. All you gotta do is click. Just I know. Click. Just like automatically pay for it Fuck. and Did everything. Did you cut that like, Elvis hair? You had a sweet Elvis quaff last week. That fucking hair was just Oh, uh, yeah. No, it's still like I'm just hiding it with uh. the... um. <laughs> with the hat, but it's bad. Like, oh my god! Thank God I don't look at him live on the show. I almost grabbed the buzzer and just buzzed my it. head. You did, yeah, I it did. Is, it. Uh, I shaped it up and everything. It looks fucking great. Uh, looks great. I, I would love to see what you did. Elvis you have clumps and you'd have like patches and shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I always look good. That's the fucking lesson. We got. Oh, we got awful. the final fucking too many rapes tonight. All oh, right, wow. It was fucking great. It was great. And, Series uh, finale? Fuck yeah. Series the whole... Yeah, yeah, yep. And, uh, yeah, there they might be, like, little extra shits here and there. 
But, uh, yeah, this is like the, the end of the full fucking story. Cool. And uh, I can't even say. I can't even say the special guest because that would ruin the, the fucking the, the show. That would ruin it. That would be a spoiler. spoiler. Yeah, yeah, fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. You don't spoil anything. But, uh, fuck that. Thank you. Thank you, as always. Flirt Rider Doll at Spicoli TV on Twitter and everyone else who's done fucking voices and shit. It's, it's been, been great. Been fucking great. Fuck yeah. And, uh, what was, uh, what's Dr. Jizz? Does he have any updates for this fucking, yeah. fucking thing? Like, what's fun, fun activities to do while you're stuck inside? Like, just don't brush your teeth and shit? Stuff like that. Yeah, like, you can kind of, like, you don't have to brush your teeth for a shower. You don't really even have to wear clothes, which is cool. You don't have to do laundry. Um, also, I suggest writing rap. Just write a lot of rap songs while you're in quarantine because, like, you're going to be very creative, um musically when you're you know just stuck in the house are you trying to start any like side groups like the corona kids or are you not allowed by school schools are closed so are you how are you collecting kids well well i just like contact their parents and i'd be like yo your kid's gonna be stupid because he ain't learning anything and they were like yeah what's up i'm ah. like yo why don't he be in my rap group and they're like okay Ugh. fuck nobody shut that down yet <laughs> Nah. Fucking Driz is in session. Fuck yeah. How do you grade? How do you grade these kids, Driz? Like, what's the the curriculum? I grade them on height. (laughs) (laughs) Shortest to tallest. Like, what's what's a better grade? Yeah, the shorter the better. Is that like a better grade if they're like the the height of your crotch? Yeah, that's about right. Well, not no. I'm not saying that they need to be that high. I just think that like if you're shorter, you're smarter, right? Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, that's an intelligent thing. Like I I read this whole study about how height affects your intelligence, and if you're shorter, you're smarter. Yeah, that's what I tell them. Yeah. Good. Good. I can't wait till that gets shut down (laughs) in a court of law. Fuck. That's, he's going to prison for that. <laughs> he's going to get coronavirus in prison. Fuck. Yeah, I think we're going to get a new jam box, a new fucking Bluetooth fucking speaker with my fucking, like a big fucking one, like a boombox size fucking one with my stimulus. Yeah. And then, uh. Nice. And then, uh, my son's birthday's coming in two weeks, so I, I should just spend the whole thing and just be like fucking favorite. <laughs> fucking favorite. <laughs> you got like a Power Wheels. <laughs> You got like twelve hundred dollars. Get the whole like crate chipped to his house. <laughs> Happy birthday, buddy! That's just one like way a, to turn a, the other boys against just the one. a pony and a clown in a crate. <laughs> <laughs> they Dead or alive? Right? I don't know. I don't know. It's just it's however they, as long as they it, get there. Yeah. That point. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> dead clown and dead pony. <laughs> or the the pony is just eating the clown at that Ooh. point. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fuck yeah. That's Where's Slambo? Is he, is he grounded? What, I think so. I think he just what, like, I, I, I don't, I think he is just like um, paranoid. Is he losing he's his afraid. mind? He, like, I think he's hiding crazy. Inside? Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, I think Fuck. he's just afraid of the virus. I think it's too strong. I it's he, it's the beating the Lamborghini. Rubs fucking raw meat yeah, on himself in the bathtub <laughs> with other men. <laughs> fucking just wearing boxer shorts. And then he fucking, like, boxes in the backyard. And he fucking just eats whatever fucking shit we make him. And But now he's scared. Like Right, you would think Lambo would be the guy that would be eating Corona. I was like, just going to say, it would be like the guy who eats garbage. Like, yeah. Just being, like, taking a leave from work. And, yeah. And, and shit, because he's, he's scared. You no, know, like, you're, you are a garbage. You're basically a, a garbage truck. <laughs> <You're right. laughs> 
I feel like he is he is like one of the sources of coronavirus. <laughs> yes. He's one of like patient zeros. He was created in a lab to do this shit. <laughs> and now he's scared. He's scared shitless. He's fucking Plus I don't think I I honestly think I, if he got it it wouldn't like hurt that, him at all. Like he doesn't no, have no. health issues or anything. Like, he's the most likely to live out of anybody. I don't know. He's not a healthy fucking critic. Well, that's But true. I'm saying this would be, like, the last place you get it. Like, fuck. Yeah. Fuck. And if he is supposedly going to work, like he says, wouldn't you, you come into contact with it more? Going to somebody's house or some shit? I don't know. I don't know. Is he not going to stores? Is he not fucking wiping or fucking eating? I doubt it. And he's, he lives, like, with five other people. He's so probably, like... He, he lives with more people than we have right here. What? So it doesn't make any sense. Like, yeah. And they're probably all still doing whatever the fuck they do. You know, going out, drugs. working, like, drugs. Um, okay. Gay orgies. Uh, whatever. I, I bet he's eating, like, couch cushion, like, filling. Like, he's just... Couch that's, that's what he's surviving filling. on. <laughs> just fucking, like, foam. <laughs> fucking couch foam. <laughs> fucking asshole. Yeah, it's just I can't believe it. He's yeah. afraid of the corona, just like a big of the, bitch. supposed to supposed to be the most manliest yeah, being in the world. You're and he's like the toughest on our show. You yeah, he's a Lamborghini. You don't care, baby. Like that's your fucking catchphrase. Exactly. But you do care. <laughs> you care a little too much. You <laughs> <laughs> gotta find a new name for him now. Her oh, Corona Gini. Scared Burgini. <laughs> scared Burgini. <laughs> I like Scared Burgini. <laughs> I'm the scam, Scared Burgini, baby. Cowardini. Fuck. Wow, what a cunt. What a cunt. <laughs> Fuck. Mm-mm. He's scared mm. straight. What uh? What else is going on? What, what else is going on? I guess go to the group. There's uh oh yeah, go, go yeah. to the first thing. You got it? Yeah, yeah. the mind melt yep. with Montana from uh, TC Ristani. They featured us. They asked questions to uh, C- Colonel Bull Montana. So right. uh, we we got on there. It's great. Welcome to Mind Meld with Montana, where viewers around the world ask questions. Got him in Back to the Future helmet. Colonel Bo Montana, you have the mind melding helmet on. Are you ready for the questions tonight? Yes, I am. Are you ready for question number one? Correct. Question number one comes to us from the Robin Slim Show. Goddamn. Roll that clip. This is is easy. I'll 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 start it off. Start it off. Hey, Colonel, have you ever gone boar hunting? Ooh. I love that he picked that question. <laughs> All right, Colonel, their question is, have you ever gone boar hunting? No, I haven't. Do you even know what a boar is? Boar is it's like, a, it's a, like a wild pig. It's like, it's like a wild pig. Okay. That's exactly what it is. Now, I know you've gone boar hunting, but you've never gone boar hunting before, no. right? Now, can you give... Are you imitating a boar right now, you little grunts? <laughs> you not? You sound like you're doing it out there. But now, if you were to go boar hunting, what kind of weapon would you use? I think you could use a uh, bow and arrow. A bow and arrow, huh? It's not a spear, but a bow and arrow. Better than what Slambo huh? used. Now, how would you cook the boar after you wasted it? Get a little kettle and... With uh, hot steam water or something like that. Okay, well, that's, that's unique in a m- many different ways out there. So the Robin Slim Show, our great friends down in New Thank Jersey you, and their TC. podcast, they that's wanted awesome. to know that. They were dying Time to know to if you went <laughs> boar hunting. So the answer to that question is no, you haven't. But now you know how he would go boar hunting out there. Damn Unbelievable. Right. Now we have an in-studio question yeah, from none other than the greatest celebrity stalker of all time. Cool. What else? What else is in that group? 
See if there's there was a else. Trump meltdown. I got uh, that. That was pretty good. Yeah, that was fucking pretty good. This is a goofball. Uh, yeah, I think that was like, it. Yeah, I guess it's the Trump meltdown. This is the right. COVID-19 meltdown he had in the middle of a COVID-19 fucking uh, briefing. And uh, they threw a little tantrum and then he just played a propaganda video. For <laughs> right. It's fucking great. That you bought yourself some time and you didn't use it to prepare hospitals. You didn't use it to ramp up testing. Right you're now, so, nearly you're so, 20 million so people are unemployed. It's so that, disgraceful like, the way you say that. Let's, so so personal. You're just cutting her off. and You know you're a fake. You know that. Wow, like just that shitty. That's shitty. Press, yeah, we you're not professional right, whatsoever. We, we really, we really have done this right. The you might as well have just called her a cunt. You might as well just blew, shot a fucking blow up doll. Okay, yeah, now he just starts playing his fucking video with like points about it. Trump showed a White House produced propaganda video. I love that he's just standing there while this video of him talking plays. So proud. Doing everything that they can do, and I want to say thank you. He's like, this is going to be great. I've never seen a video like that played. This guy is like, this is We have them. I've got hundreds uh, of Trump. We didn't want yeah. this to go on too long, but I just want to say Videos. it's, uh, you know, it's very sad when people write false stories like, in that case, I guess. People call you out for being the asshole you are. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. A highly, I mean, if you had libel laws, uh, they would have been out of business even before they'll end up going out of business. Well, that's so, how he's blasting the Wall Street Journal, which is like, I think, the most reputable, one of the most reputable <laughs> news sources yeah. ever. Hey, I don't know if you heard, uh, but no, we just had no, a big... Stop. Okay. All right. I think it's about break time. We'll be yeah. back with the dressings and too many rapes. Yeah. Uh, time rapist. The finale. Where's uh, my breaks? Here we go. We'll be back. This is Hollywood actor Steve Uh And I'm appearing with the delightful scumbags. Uh, Robin Slim. Rob's the old one. Is Rob the old one? Yes. Yes. Rob's the old one. He's <laughs> <laughs> like 75. <laughs> How did you meet the boys? Did you just go by a school one day? I was, I was, at, the, I was at the bus stop. <laughs> we, we all met when me and Slambo were in seventh grade. I had a lot of candy, Steve. <laughs> he had Pokemon cards. Yeah. He, he learned us in. Did you have a puppy? Oh, I have a quick story the box had three, three puppies but my dick was inside hey guys it's rider doll i know what you're thinking with all the porn out there who's looking for phone sex well i'll tell you who tens of thousands of totally normal guys just like you who felt lonely or you know and needed something different to get them off so whether you're curious how to make me your hot little fuck toy for the night or you're absolutely desperate to make me your girlfriend. Check me out on RyderDoll.com. That's R-Y-D-E-R-D-O-L-L.com. Click the tab for deals and promotions. And just for hearing me on the Robin Slim Show, I'm going to hook you up with some free minutes to use in our first call. So what are you waiting for? Hit pause on the porn and visit me on RyderDoll.com. I can't wait to make you blow a huge load and to blow your fucking mind. <laughs> Are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Been fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy or adult movie? Well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist. 
go to adamandeve.com and for a limited time only, you'll get 50% off just about any item. But that's not all. Oh, no. When you select your one item at 50% off, you'll also receive three free adult DVDs for a little inspiration. Plus, a free extra gift so sensual, we can't mention it on the radio. And to top it all off, we'll even throw in free shipping on your entire order. And no, we're not teasing. So check out adamandeve.com today for this special offer. Get 50% off one item when you type ROB for the offer code upon checkout. When you do, you'll get three free DVDs, a free extra gift, and free shipping. Just use offer code ROB, R-O-B, ROB, at adamandeve.com. Hey, I'm Jack. And I'm Christina. And we're the hosts of the Just Conversation podcast. A show where we critically think and discuss all sorts of exciting topics. From the big pressing issues like artificial intelligence, space exploration, and government takeovers. To the small ones like pollution in Pokemon, time traveling cat people, and the portal we found in my backyard. And we misinform all the time. Yeah, it's great. We're uncensored, politically incorrect, and childish. Catch us on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, and all your podcasting apps. And remember to take nothing personal. It's just conversation. What's going on? Where's uh, the sauce is Matisse? Where's the drizz? Is the sh- she's shiz- shit shit? Where's shit? Where's the shit, bit? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm right here, but don't call me that. Ooh, I'm the Driz, not the shit, but Driz I am the shit. Driz <laughs> sings that. I'm not the shit, but I am the shit. Ooh. So you are shit? Ooh, not, no, I'm the shit, but I'm not the shit. I thought that's what the, all the parents in town fucking said. Where's my fucking volume? Open volume mixer. That's what I need so I could fucking lower you. Uh, here we go. There we go. Is it really? There it goes. And now it's time for Driz Sings the Hits. Fancy. Drizzy Azalea. Listen to this jam. Show them what you got. Inbox fresh. First things first, I'm the realist. Realist. Drop this and let the whole world feel it. Let them feel it. And I'm still in the murder business. I can hold you down like I'm giving lessons in physics, right? You would want a bad bitch like this, huh? Drop it low and pick it up just like this. Cup of ace, cup of goose, cup of Chris. High heels. Something worth a half ticket on my wrist. On my wrist. Talking on the liquor straight. Never chase that. Never. Rooftop like we bringing 88 back. What? Bringing the hooks in? Where the bass at? Champagne spilling? You should taste that. I'm so fancy. You already know. I'm in the first fast lane from LA to Tokyo. I'm so fancy. Can't you taste this gold? Remember my name, about to blow. I said, baby, I do this. I thought that you knew this. Can't stand no haters and honest. The truth is, and my flow retarded. They speak it, depart it. Swagger on super. I can't shop at no department. 
better get my money on time. If they not money, decline. And swear, I meant that there's so much that they give that line a rewind. So get my money on time. If they not money, decline. I just can't worry about no haters. Gotta stay on my grind. Now tell me, who that? Who that? That do that? Do that? Put the paper all over. I thought you knew that. Knew that. I be that D R I Z Y, but put my name in bold. I've been working. I'm up in here with some change to throw. I'm so fancy. You already know. I'm the. F I'm in the flat fast lane. From LA to Tokyo, I'm so fancy. Can't you taste this gold? Remember my name, about to blow. Trash the hotel. Let's get drunk on the mini bar. Make the phone call. Feels so good getting what I want. Yeah. Keep on turning up. Chandler swinging, chandelier swinging. <laughs> we don't give a fuck. Film star, yeah. I'm deluxe. Classic, expensive, you don't get the touch, oh, still, stunting, how you love that. Got the whole world asking how I does that. Hot girl, hands off, can't, don't touch that. Look at that, I bet you wishing you could clutch that, just the way you like it, huh? You're so good, he's just wishing he could bite it, huh? Say what, what, never turn down money. Slaying these hoes, gold trigger on the gun like, I'm so fancy, you already know. I'm in the fast lane from LA to Tokyo. I'm so fancy, can't you taste this gold? Remember my name, about to blow. Who that? Who that? D-R-I-Z-Y, who that? That do that, do that. D-R-I-Z-Y, who that? Who that? D-R-I-Z-Y, blow. Who that? Who that? D-R-I-Z-Y That do that. Do that. D-R-I-Z-Y Who that? Who that? D-R-I-Z-Y Blow. Oh. <laughs> wow. Not only did I just keep messing it up, but there's just so much shit in that song that, like, makes no sense. Yeah. Like, just... It's That's fucking a, awful. It's a Driz song. It's, it is a Driz song. Like perfect. Driz. Driz. Desperation. <laughs> Fuck, yeah. Holy shit. Ready for too many rapes. Time yeah. rapists. Uh, rape Mageddon Redux Part 2. Are you ready? Yes. Fuck, what's I wrong? I got it right here. Why are you so excited about it? I am super excited. All right. Oh, all right. I got to get my script. Make sure it's up. This is a big production. All right, here we go. Oh, I got to go to the beginning. All right, cool, cool, cool. Ready to go. Make sure my volume's up. Sweet. After not heeding Doc's advice and attempting to travel back in time before they blew up the Earth to save it, Rape Force is now stuck jumping from year to year in hopes of finding the parts they need to fix their faulty particle accelerator and Kugelblitz. It's a race against time. No, it's a rape against time. They're time rapists. Too Many Rapes is filmed in front of a live studio audience.
When we last left off, Frankita and the Fembot were battling Doc Rapestein and his Rapebots in the heart of Rapesville, while miles back, Phantom Boner and his friends were trying their best to detach Brian from his downed Rapebot in order to save the planet. Yo, 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 this shit is fucking hard. Do you guys just want to rape me instead? Yo, 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 this other me is smart AF. That shit is good for morale. Now you're talking, baby! Why don't you both sing a song while we do it too? Yeah! Oh, shut the fuck up. Me know how to pilot these things. My planet built them for Frankie years ago. Let me take it to him. He has release code. Where the fuck do you guys get this big cock-talking gorilla, baby? Yeah! That was two seasons ago on it, on the planet of the rapes, you litter cocksucker. Let's just follow this sexy monkey so we can finish this shit. All right, you fucking cunt. Let's go! Yeah! Meanwhile, on the front lines... Are you weaklings ready to surrender to your new Fuhrer yet? You wish, asshole. We're going to make sure there's nothing left of you or your rape bots, you stupid Hitler youth. Uh, fuck, baby. Let's just make sure he's completely disintegrated. I, I don't want to fuck anywhere near his corpse when I do it on the battlefield to celebrate. Your nincompoops are foiling all of my plans. I am supposed to have the upper hand here and ring in a new era to Vapesville. Where the fuck is my sexy Brian? He's supposed to be here helping me. Just then, Grease's rape bot ran into the front lines with Brian dangling from its crotch limply. God damn it, Greaser, you were supposed to rip that chunky out of that fucking rape bot. I, I don't care if you fucking kill him. <laughs> oh, me love Brian and just want to rape him again, Captain. Me know you have override code. Give it, give it to me. <laughs> Alright, you damn dirty ape. Input the number 69, 69 times into the keypad. And hit enter. No matter what you fucking do, don't hit the big red button in the cockpit. <laughs> oh, 
Okay, me hit big red button, Captain. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, no, you fucking asshole! Without hesitation, Greaser hit the big red emergency button in the rape bot's cockpit, triggering a chain of events that everyone except himself, the stupid warden, and Doc Rapestein expected. Rapebot flew a hundred feet in the air above Rapesville, and a whole bunch of wires with needles at the end shot out and went up Brian's asshole and in his ears, his nose, and his dickhole. He started gaining superhuman powers and caught fire. His clothes burned right off of him with raw power coursing through him. Wires positioned his body erect at the crotch like a throbbing Viagra boner and his mouth opened wide. A colossal beam of light started to fire out of his open mouth to hit the area Frankita and the Fembot were fighting Doc, killing all of them instantly. Before it could destroy the planet, though, a red and blue blur of fiery light crashed instantly, killing Brian. The mysterious blur crashed down atop the rape bot, leaving a crater in the middle of the city. When the smoke cleared, Truckamus Prime stood victorious. Greaser exited the cockpit, and the remaining members of Rape Force ran up to him to see what had happened. Yo, yo, yo! I thought I killed you, motherfucker! You did, Phantom Boner. But I always come back to life, bitch. And I felt like I owed you one, since I lied to you the last time we met. Well, that does make a lot of sense, Truckmish, but how the fuck did you find us? It was easy. After I implanted Phantom Boner here with tracking tumors back on Cybertron. Oh, good one, Truck. But why you no bring Robot Gorilla with you as backup? Because Beast War still sucks, stupid. Michael Bay couldn't even resurrect that shitty franchise. Now if you excuse me, I have to go back home and fight Megatron. Truckamus Prime, out. <laughs> Yo, 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 that cunt was pretty cool this time, but I'm sad AF. What are we gonna do without Frankie and the Fembot? I, I don't know, PB. Maybe we can run this shitty as they would have. You, you know, I, I fuck your ass a lot and everybody gets raped. <laughs> yo, yo, that's kind of cool, I guess. But you're nowhere near as cool as Frankie, and even though I'm a hot piece of ass, I'm not as sexy as the Fembot, and my brain is pretty much tapioca pudding from the giant brain tumor, so I'm not smart like she was. As everyone was grieving Frankie and the Fembot's deaths, Frankie and the Fembot walked up behind them and Frankie spoke sternly. Uh, what the fuck are you pussies crying for? <laughs> what the fuck, Captain? 
We just saw you, the Fembot, and Doc die a few minutes ago. No, stupid. You saw the android replicas we were remotely controlling from the captain's room back on Rape Force 1 die. Uh, fuck, yeah, we planned the whole goddamn thing. I couldn't have another version of myself out there trying to upstage me. Baby, do do me a favor and kill all the other original versions of the team. Aye, aye, Captain. As the sexy little fembot massacred the doubles of the rest of the crew, Phantom Boner sang this lovely song. It all started back when there was a little boy who raped a bunch of first responders and did a bunch of heroin and got thrown in prison and then he got raped a lot in prison. His name was Brian Rioni and he was a little fucking cunt. And then a bunch of shit happened and there was this giant rape bot war and we blew up the entire world. Yeah, that's right. And I was involved a lot and I'm fucking awesome and I did a lot of rap songs. And then we had a bunch of space travels and we went to all kinds of different planets. At one point we encountered, I think his name was like Tronald Drop or some shit. He was a fucking piece of shit and we killed him and we killed a bunch of fucking people and blew up a bunch of fucking planets and that's how we rolled because we were fucking Rape Force 1. It was the fucking best. And then we found our fucking time machine and went back in time and we went all quantum leap and shit and it was fucking cool. We went through a bunch of plagues and there was just so much and I have a brain tumor so I don't really remember all of it. But there's one thing I can tell you it was. Too many rapes. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. That's okay. that a really good episode. Thank you so much. At Mike Seibert Radio, M I K E S I B E R T Radio on Twitter. That's Mike Seibert as Truckamus Prime. That's what I could not say because that would have given away. Yeah, yeah no he's, he's amazing. He's so um, And I love how you just called a Cybertron. You didn't even try to change the name. No, it's just it like is, the but same. It's, spelled, it's spelled S-I-B-E-R-T-R-O-N. Ah, so gotcha. Cybertron. Mike Cybert. Gotcha. It's Cybert, not Cybert. Oh, okay. He hates you for saying that. Oh, really? It's not Cybert? I always thought it was Cybert. It's Cybert. Ah, gotcha. He corrects us every time he calls. <laughs> 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 All right, we'll be back. That was amazing. That was amazing. Again, thank you. At Flirt Rider, Rider Doll, at Spicoli TV, at Mike Cybert Radio, and everyone else who's fucking ever done a voice. Like, you guys are fucking awesome. All right, we'll be back uh, with Drizzle News and uh, Celebrity News and Gossip. Where is a break shit? Is that it? Yeah. Cool. Fuck yeah. I actually got to be honest, no, and I, I'm probably going to sound really dumb for this, but I don't even know what timeshare is. You're getting a timeshare then. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to sign you up. Time share. Oh, <laughs> All right. I know a guy. <laughs> Good old timeshare slim over there. <laughs> yeah. What do you want? You want to go to Cabo? I got a place in Cabo. 2500 a year. That sounds good. <laughs> sign him up. Hey, it's Ryder, your favorite little phone sex doll. Let's get real for a moment. When was the last time 
you had a girl down on her knees worshiping your fucking perfect cock. Over on Night Flirt, my friends and I, we take really, really good care of you. We are real girls offering real connections over the phone and through personal messaging. We have it all. Whether you're looking for dirty talk, role plays, or even just a friend to talk to, call me. Don't worry. Your wife, your girlfriend, your friends, they're never going to find out. Nothing will ever show up on your phone bill, so you can be sure your dirty little secrets are safe with me. Sign up for nightflirt.com. And if you hit me up on Twitter at FlirtRiderDoll and let me know that you heard me on the Robin Slim Show, I'm going to hook you up with some free minutes for you to get a hold of the perfect little cocksucker of your dreams. The Childhood Home A stroll down memory lane for some For others, a window into the darkness of the past Lost Hollow Constable Graham Gordon just walked through the door of his abandoned childhood home for the first time in 20 years Now, he may never escape From the mind of horror author Isaac Thorne comes a brand new novel of dark terror. The Gordon Place. Family means never having to say you're sorry. Available from IsaacThorne.com and retailers everywhere. Just so you know, this show is about scary stuff. So don't say I didn't warn you guys. And remember, don't be scared. Murderous Miners brings true tales of children who have killed. Premeditated murders, accidental killings and deaths. From toddlers to 18-year-old killers, no one is too young to take a life. Join me, War Baby, as I try to tell these stories of the young who've killed, the lives they took, and even the ones who've been left behind. Why do children kill? What do we do with young killers? And do they kill again? And until next time, don't be scared. Nico, the MC. I think Success Story is the name of that album. Fucking cool. good. Where's my drizzle news? Uh, go down a bit. What did I want? What did I want? Uh, blah, 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 blah. 89. 89. Alabama. Yeah. Alabama, bitch. Alabama man. And uh, man accused. That's good enough. All right. For me? Three in a row. Fuck yeah, bitch. Where's uh, my thing? Where's my thing? Drizzle bees. Music. Drizzle uh, news. That's what I need. Eighty nine.
99-year-old woman found dead. Dead a bunga in upstate home, coroner say. Yeah. Coroner, uh, Candy Kelly. That sounds like a porn star, right, Driz? Yeah. What was your Driz on, Candy? I like drizzle some sweet tarts all over her. That sounds kind of weird to me, Driz. I don't think she needs to look out for you, but uh, that old bitch was found dead in her home on Sunday, according to the Pickens County Coroner's office. Well, I feel like she's no bitch, right, Driz? She could not yeah. do anything. That's what I'm saying. She's just dead like, what's the story here? The old lady dead in the house. Living yeah. too long? Hashtag too many podcasts. That's, uh, I think, all the stories. She died in her home at 2.15 p.m. in a home in Mills Avenue in Liberty. Uh, Liberty Police Chief Adam Gilstrap. Say he sounds like a porn star, too, right, Chris? Yeah. What would you do to his Gilstrap? What wouldn't you do, motherfucker? It's <laughs> more like it. Uh, Say they requested the assistance of South Carolina Law Enforcement Division. You know what the kids are calling uh, South Carolina? Now why are they calling it? South Cackalacky, motherfucker. You're supposed to be up on the kids. Yeah, that's fucking cool. I thought you cool. touched other kids. Yeah. No, no, I mean. no. Your last commercial said you were yeah. uh, a sex offender. Yeah, I don't know. They just pay me and I read the lines. Yeah. Is that what Yeah, so I don't understand. Was this the story? She was dead? Yeah, it's 89. She dead. Oh, that's lady yeah. dead. What a win. What a win. What a corona? It was, uh, they didn't even say. Why didn't they say, Driz? They said she's dead. Where were you that night? Yo, I don't know. I just want to know what she died from. I don't know why you killed that bitch. Uh, Did she have rubies rubies or a pearl necklace? She might have had some rabies. That's a good one, Driz. You got a good point there, Driz. I don't know what she died from. She just died of old age. I thought you said she had rabies. Son of a bitch. Yeah, but I don't know if it was the rabies that killed her. Maybe it was, maybe it wasn't. You'll never know. I ain't gonna tell you. I'm doing that to myself. For the win. Alabama detective charged with murder in a love triangle killing for the win, Driz. Yeah. You ever get your dick in a love triangle? Yeah, yeah, I've done that a few times. I've never killed a love triangle, but I'll put a dick in it. Maybe yeah. that's what it means, killing it. It's just putting your dick in it and making it come all over your fucking dick. Yeah, well, then I guess I killed some love triangles. You got a good point yeah. there, Driz. A Birmingham, Alabama de- detective was charged with murder Saturday, Saturday, Saturday. After she allegedly shot and killed a woman sitting in an unmarked police car with an off-duty detective in what investigators said was a love triangle gone wrong. Yeah. How'd they figure that out, Driz? That's a lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yo, you don't fucking cheat on your detective girlfriend. Like, that's not a thing you should do. Especially when she's got a hairdo like yeah. Wesley Snipes. This is not a press conference that I wanted to give today or any day, but it's about the facts and the realities of life, Birmingham Police Chief Patrick Smith said at a press conference announcing the arrest of Alfreda Fluker. <laughs> What a dumb mother fluker, right, Chris? Yeah. Smith did not provide any details of entanglement, except to say it's something 
that has been going on for a little while without our knowledge. Wink, wink, nothing to see here. Dude. The male off-duty detective were asked where they went wrong, right, Driz? Yeah. Who was sitting in the car? Who was not identified? Was not hurt? I thought she killed. What the fuck? Police did not release the name of the 43-year young victim. Yeah, well, the victim was Alfredo's uh, girlfriend, right? Frodo? Yeah, Frodo's girlfriend. This Lord of the Rings? That shit sucks. The incident unfolded at 11 p.m. on Friday, Friday, Friday. When cops responded to a call of shots fired for the win, they arrived to find a woman, shot numerous times, and rushed to UAB hospital, where she was pronounced dead on early Sunday. So he killed the bitch. Yeah, now she killed the bitch, right? Isn't what the it, fuck? Go down and wasn't, read it. Wasn't the detective like a butch lesbian or Our something? Our latest Luca, 15-year veteran, was forced to assign... Was the, I don't know what the fuck. Shut the fuck up. We spent all night tracking down everything we possibly could on this case. Said. Did they? Said everything? Yeah. Well, it's good to know that not everybody's dying of corona these days. Got a good point there, Driz. Of scamming pizza restaurants with fake large orders for police, Driz. That's the best way to get a goddamn pizza right now, right, Driz? Yeah. I'm getting this for the cops. It's got to be free. A Florida man called more than a dozen New Jersey restaurants. That's the far drive to get that free pizza, Driz. He's kind of stupid, right? And placed large orders where he said it was for local police departments, but never paid to pick up the food. So what's the fucking problem there, Driz? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, like, whatever. I don't see the BFD. The scheme cost the businesses several thousand of dollars for the win. Maybe that was a problem, Driz. You should read, motherfucker. You got a good point there, Driz. The South Brunswick Township Police Department said in its press release, Sudeep Kantini, 34 years young. He sounds like one of those phone scammers, right, Driz? Yeah, he's like you free Viagra on the phone. Called pizzerias and restaurants in three New Jersey counties. And each time he indicated he'd pick up the order, or it was intended for local police, the press release states. And several of the follow-up calls to pizzerias made uh, to the phone number that was placed the order. Katini would uh, make statements about Italians and wish they would be affected by the coronavirus. He's a real guinea hater, right, Tris? Yeah, so he was like calling pizzerias and was like, oh, bitch. You fucking guineas, you fucking Italians. That's what you get, you yeah. dumb Italians. Make me ten pizzas. Yeah. It's not bad enough. The your country's already dead from the virus. Yeah. I'm gonna fuck you over on pizza sales, bitch. Yeah. For the win. I thought you get. According to authorities, Katini used a voice override service to mask his real phone number, but detectives were able to find his true identity address. Police believe he is currently in the Orlando, Florida area, where he's on probation for selling fake Disney World tickets. They weren't fake when he sold them, right, Trace? Yeah, they were real when he sold them, and then they magically turned them to fake tickets. That's what happens. How many did you buy, Trace? Yeah, I bought like ton. I know you gave I me one. I gotta buy it for the class. I can't get into Disney anymore. It's your fault, you fucking scumbag. It's incomprehensible. The subject would play on the goodwill of so many during these difficult times. South Brunswick Police Chief Raymond Haduka said for the win. He's got a good point there, right, Trace? Yeah, Haduka. Haduka, for the win.
these stories. <laughs> like, what? He just called, like, New Jersey pizzerias and was like, make a bunch of fucking pizzas. It's and then free just, for that's the cops. It. Get it? Get it? <laughs> and so these pizzerias are just sitting oh, on. Oh, yeah, we got like, the pizza so ready. Come get it. And he's like, fuck you, Italians. I'm in Florida. And cops. <laughs> I don't know. This can't. This is the end of the world. This is the true <laughs> this is what you do in the end of the world. Yeah. You, you order fake pizzas. Or you fake definitely, order pizzas. Uh, definitely the dubs. Uh, the dubs. dubs. Where is that? Second the, one the, down. Yeah, I got it. All right. And uh, Virginia and Coors. All right. That's a good story. How? <laughs> This is Slim Celebrity Gossip and News. Oh, yeah. WWE. Oh, I'm sorry. What's going on, guys? This is Slim, and I have some celebrity news and gossip for you tonight. I was so excited about this story that I skipped my intro. WWE named Essential Business by Florida Governor. Is it? It's so essential, I, feel like I guess. The Florida like, Governor's name was, was Prince McFan? <laughs> Fan? I don't know. What Prince the McFan. Fuck? What the fuck? How's it, Is Mick Foley their governor? Well, I don't well, know. Was it Jesse the Body? <laughs> uh, what the fuck? How did what? that get named essential? What? <laughs> What the fuck? Well, uh, there's two things I need. Beer and wrestling. You're wrong. I need thermite paint, too. Motherfucker. What the fuck? Pro wrestling is essential to the state of Florida. Okay, it does make sense. Just to, just to Florida. Florida. Yeah. yeah. Florida needs, again, they need their beer and their wrestling. Without that, they'll They're go wrestling. into wrestling, wrestling withdrawals. Like, it's not good. You gotta like treat patients for wrestling withdrawal. You allowed them um, to remain open during the COVID COVID nineteen. Yeah, Jerry De- Demings, Demings, mayor of uh, Orange County, Florida, was asked Monday how the WWE Performance Center in Orlando has been allowed to stay in business while non-essential companies have been forced to close their stores. Well, duh, doors. it's essential to him. As we previously reported, WWE has been tapping at the performance, uh, uh, taping at the performance center, and plans to shoot Raw later today. I guess so he got paid exactly? in, uh, in in rock signatures. Yeah, he like, got like, yeah. There's something. He's got a he's got a he's belt. A he's got a Brahma bull tramp stamp. What the fuck? That dude? is an issue, though. Like, if no. any governor could just be like, I like this particular thing, so I'm calling it an essential. Um, I think initially, uh, yes. wait, so why exactly? I think uh, this is what he said i think initially there was a review that was done and they were not initially deemed an essential business so well, he was like well sense. they're fucking wrong well, he's like wait a minute i need with, that with some conversation with the governor's I office gotta talk to you guys regarding the governor's orders they were deemed an essential business so there wasn't even like a, a discussion he was just like no no no, they're fucking essential fucking essential and so therefore they were allowed to remain open that's literally what i hope he like chugged a beer and spit it because <laughs> yeah. like, what's his name again demings uh, demings it? said so <laughs> demings 316 <laughs> Uh, Devings did not go into detail about why the governor's office cha- uh, changed his stance on WWE. I hope he got choke slammed. I hope that's what it Maybe. is. Like one of the like fucking Undertaker showed up and just choke slammed him. It's like it's essential, and he's like, "Okay, I got you. <laughs> yeah. I got you, Undertaker." Uh, for their part, WWE tells us the health and safety of talent and staff is their top priority, saying we believe it is more is now more important than ever to provide more people with 
a uh, diversion. diversion from these hard I times. So that's why they're that. like essential. And I guess. they aren't fucking having any any uh, fans. Like they've been doing it with an empty stadium. Yeah, so I guess. I guess. This really is, but like Netflix is kind of providing the entertainment. Like I, I guess if you're just really into wrestling, if you need that wrestling, can't you just watch your forty uh, WrestleMania DVDs right? while in quarantine? I don't know. I want, my kids have still been watching, and uh, I've asked if it's weird. They said yeah, and William had told me like there was one thing I watched from WrestleMania that was fucking cool. It was uh, Undertaker. I forget who he was fighting, but it was, it was really, really good. Yeah. But um, other than that, it's so weird because in a regular match. You hear them talking in the ring to each other, like talking shit. Like you don't hear any fucking, uh, you know, audience at all. Usually that's uh, all drowned out. Like, right? Yeah. You hear the ref and the wrestlers just like talking. It's so weird, and nobody in the fucking stands. Would that kind of like um, what's the word like, dispel it? Kind of like if you hear them planning no, their moves. It's them talking shit. It's not oh, them like planning. Shit. Anything, okay. But it's just so strange. It's so strange. I said they should just fill the stadium with like dogs or like <laughs> tigers or something. Just hear dogs barking like. That would be something. That would be something. The, the, it says that WWE confirmed a performer was tested positive for well, COVID-19. Uh, Roman Reigns had uh, dipped out. He was supposed to be like one of the main events in WrestleMania. He 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 had, um I think, previously leukemia or something. He bowed out. Uh, and one of the guys I just read earlier, Ruzef, he's fucking amazing. He just like, I think he quit. I think yeah. he just straight up quit. Yeah, I don't know. It's just it's shitty to them that they're because they're but, not really like a central. Yeah, so like, yeah, one of the performers has uh, tested positive. Yeah, no, like I feel like that's like in all sports. Like we were talking uh, weeks ago. Like yeah, um, you're gonna get it. You're gonna you're sweating yeah. all over each other. Like you're definitely gonna get it if some, especially if one has it. Yeah, fuck that. It should have been shut down instantly. Vince should have shut well, yeah. down. Yeah. It's right just a money there. thing at this point. Like, yeah. this isn't essential. Yeah. This is just, like, Vince needs his money and just, probably yeah. bribe the governor with money. Like, that's not, like, let's get everyone's mind off it. Like, that's, like, endangering your own fucking people. Your own people, like, yeah. You're and again, well, like, there's so much recorded, like, wrestling. Like, you could yeah. watch wrestling matches Seriously. on YouTube. Like, Dude. it's not a big deal. Yeah, like, uh, what was it? Like I said, over the summer or the winter, my kids were up and I found an old tape of, uh, the Hell in a Cell with Mick Foley. It was so good, so good. And, yeah, there's so much great shit mm-hmm. out there. You watch, and, uh, you know, you're just a piece of shit, Vince. Because, yeah, like, I remember back then, too. I think it was, like, the early 2000s or whatever. Like, hit the rumors of him. And uh, who were we talking to? Ron Fuller? Who said, yeah, no, he would never recommend it to his, his sons or anything. Oh, uh, um, okay, right, yeah. Uh, you know, there were rumors of him making it mandatory for them to do steroids and shit. Like, yeah, no. Shitty. You're scumbag, just a piece of shit, yeah. Yeah, because, like, really, like, what he could be doing, too, is he could just be putting together, like, cool compilations or specials or, like, here's a, a awesome, like, time from 19, you know, 89 or yeah. whatever, like, shit like well, that, and I'm air sure that, you know? Probably a ton of shit he never fucking put out there. Like, yeah, I he mean, could be doing a lot more than forcing his... Yeah. Uh, Put, employees to still work yeah yeah fuck you dude yeah I don't what's know, the next shitty. story All right. for the listeners virginia pasture dies from covid19 three weeks after holding packed service yeah well, good well good yeah you. exactly you're, you're one of the of fuckers that, you're yeah, one of the problems you're man you're fucking scumbag god gonna protect us <laughs> did god protect him driz <laughs> yeah no god gonna protect his fucking ass <laughs> the right. uh, evangelical uh pastor who Vowed to keep preaching unless he was in jail or the hospital has wow. died of COVID. You lied to your fucking... Yeah. Your, 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 your 
Fuck. Yeah, you didn't Fuck. include or die of COVID-19. Yeah. <laughs> you should have thought out of the side of the box. <laughs> you know, hopefully he pre-recorded cunt. a bunch of speeches. <laughs> hopefully they got the next guy. It's like the youth pastor. He's now like speaking. He's like, I didn't I didn't sign up for this. I just throw wiffle balls. I just throw a lot of <laughs> wiffle balls. Huh? And then he just starts throwing wiffle balls at the crowd. And then dies from COVID-19. <laughs> Fuck. The power of Christ compels you. <laughs> Uh, it's just, uh, yeah, I'm going to go off track, but it's, it's, it's like, just yeah. shitty. Like, even I'm reading stories of things that are happening in, like, uh, Lakewood, New Jersey, where they're just, like, constantly breaking up. Like, they just broke up, like, a backyard, like, barbecue that somebody was holding. Yeah. Um, there was another thing, too. I forget what it was, but it might have been, like, a church gathering. It's just, it's all shit. Oh, wait, no, it was a toy store. It was a toy store that didn't shut down. Their employees weren't wearing masks. And this was in Lakewood. Their employees wow. weren't wearing masks. And there were, like, 50 people in the parking lot. And there was an employee employee outside that was taking orders for the customers and the cops had to go and shut this shit down was it dreidels are us <laughs> yeah, it was toys for us yeah. oh, it, was, it was it was some shitty like lakewood like toy store fuck what did but yeah like who the fuck yeah he showed off his jam-packed congregation um, at the new deliverance evangelistic church in richmond virginia Telling followers to stand up and prove their numbers. Uh-huh. Stand up and cough on each other if you, if you so, love God. Huh? So yeah. So what does he tell? Like you have to be here, and if you're not here, you're like you're you don't love God. Like guilt tripping. God's to gonna go to kill church. you if you don't yeah. <laughs> get killed by the virus. I'm gonna be here. Uh, church announced Glenn died on of all days Easter Sunday from COVID nineteen a week after testing positive for the novel coronavirus. You deserve that. Oh my god, <laughs> I love. I kind of love that so hard right now. I kind of want to jerk off to that tonight. <laughs> Fuck. During the infamous in-person service, the bishop said he firmly believed God was larger than a virus. Well, is he? Is he? Apparently bishop? not. Apparently, God uh, doesn't give a fuck about you. And <laughs> was so proud he was being controversial for violating safety. Oh, protocols. you just well, like the attention. That's why yeah. the safety protocols were there. Yeah. Uh, the the bishop's wife, Marcetta. Glenn was also infected. Fuck yeah. I say, look, here's another issue, too. The bishop also claimed he was an essential worker, just like the WWE. Same bullshit. There's plenty of churches. Like, uh, my dad's church, they closed down as soon as, like, I think they closed down before fucking uh, the schools closed, and they're doing a YouTube. I was going to say, like, yeah, you can do Skype, or there's all this online stuff. And guess what? My parents are watching every week. Yeah, that's fine. You don't have to be there in person. I mean, I know there's tithing and all, but, I mean, shit. I mean, they could do it through... uh, I don't know, credit card online or something, I'm sure, or mail you the check. I don't know. I'm sure. I'm sure. You greedy motherfuckers, you're still going to get fucking money. Yeah. And not pay taxes on it, you scumbag. Yeah, even like a Facebook like watch party or live like Facebook yes. thing, like you can send and money to people if on you're Facebook. that fucking concerned about people just spreading the word of God, like you would do it that way. You wouldn't yeah, need to exactly. have them there fucking dumping fucking Corona dollars in a fucking tray. So the, this shit, I love this. Um... Uh, he's an essential worker saying he's a preacher and he talks to God. Oh, I guess yeah, God you was assholes just, can't do yeah. it. So I gotta tell you what God said. Yeah. God said I should die on Easter Sunday, <laughs> motherfuckers. He was like, God, am I gonna get COVID-19? And God was like, nah, nah, just keep preaching, bro. Just keep preaching, dude. <laughs> yeah. And I hope it was just like Satan. God's a dick. <laughs> I hope it was Satan with the fucking halo. He's the fucking Beelzebub morning star just fucking tricked you, you fucking scumbag. Oh, wow. Daughter? And then, yeah, the daughter just said, uh, repeat, uh, reportedly said her father dismissed, dismissed his, symptoms his symptoms at, at wow. first because he was. This is just God talking to me. <laughs> 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 
Yeah. Oh. oh, he has a health condition that usually he has fevers and infections. Oh, it's yeah. Normal. I got, I got Corona That's, 20, yeah. 300 days every year, every year, 100, 375, fucking every, I'm always corona out. I love how she's like, she's <clears> urging <throat> everyone to stay home now, saying the virus has become very real to her. Maybe that was Man. God's plan. He had to kill one pastor to get the and church to give it to, to the mom. <laughs> Fucking pastor's I, daughter. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck, sorry, pastor. What about this next one? This is going to uplift us, this story. I love this fucking lady. This lady's the best. I want to party with her. That's all I fucking know. Course Light delivers 150 beers after senior's viral plea. Oh, yeah. Plea. Wow, she is. 93 years old. <laughs> fucking God bless her. Just chugging Coors Light. I need more she, beer. She, I guess, I don't know if she took it or someone else took it. She uh, she just held a picture up in, in, in her window of an empty Coors Light can that said, I need more beer. Yeah, yep. That's what it says. A 93-year-old woman who held up a sign from her window pleading for more beer just got a special delivery, and now she's cracking cold ones in coronavirus lockdown. I hope she doesn't die of alcohol poisoning, though. That would be bad. No, that would be better than dying of coronavirus, (laughs) I feel. I guess so. Fuck. I love the fact that... That's cool. Yeah, of course. That is super cool. That is really cool. she looks awesome. I would love to have a beer with this lady. Uh, What's her name? Does it say... Olivia? Oh, oh, Olive. Olive. Uh, uh oh, oh yeah yeah Olive Verno Verna Vernesi Vernesi Olive went viral when uh, her uh, relative posted a picture of her on social media. The cool. senior citizen was holding up a sign in that red I need more beer along with a cold course light. That's Demi- amazing. <laughs> yeah, that's that is like you said. And, and then okay, now then she's she, uh, she, holding up another afterwards. sign that says "Got love more beer." Yeah, uh, got more with beer. Another course yeah. light. That's awesome. That's fucking That's great. really cool. Coors light. That's so cool. So good cool. for them. They're yeah. way better than WWE and uh, Pastor uh, <laughs> yeah. Demings. Pastor, whatever the fuck. <laughs> Dead pastor. Dead pastor. Yeah. COVID pastor. Coors light will save you. Yes. So I can trust in Coors, Coors light. That, Olive did, and she's fucking fine. Love you, Olive. Olive didn't go to church. I want to interview Olive. WWE. I really do. Yeah. She's fucking awesome. I fucking want to have a Paul Mall and a fucking. We Coors all got to just there. drink like Coors lights when, yeah. when we interview her. Just, too. yeah. Just tributes. Absolutely. And yeah, again, that is just so cool that Coors did that as a company. We will be back in a few minutes with David, the producer. All right. Uh, Let's see. Let's get some more shite ready for break. Here we go. Hi, uh, my name's Larry, and uh, I'm an Elvis impersonator on Chatterbait, and uh, this is the Robin Slim Show. Hi, this is Rhonda. I'm the cam girl who dresses like Paul Giamatti, and this is the Robin Slim Show. Now it's time for the Robin Slim Show. Two guys who've been kicked out of every Spencer's gift in the tri-state area. With Rob. Yeah, I never met a public library that I didn't beat off in. And Slim. The majority of my paycheck goes to phone sex. And that guy who you wish didn't say the thing that he just said. Well, um, you know, my 12-year-old girlfriend told me that I'm not allowed to say gypsies no more. Skadoosh. Dish TV is better than cable TV. Why? Because you can save 45% on packages compared to your high-priced cable bill. 
Wow. Take those giant scissors out and cut the cable and save with Dish TV. Plus, you get a free DVR upgrade to record your favorite shows and free installation. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch TV for free on your mobile device. Act fast. You can save hundreds of dollars. Does your cable company do that for you? I don't think so. Get all the best TV programming at your fingertips at a fraction of the price of cable TV. So say adios, arrivederci, goodbye to the high cable bill, and save up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast. 800-471-0253. 800-471-0253. 800 That's 800-471-0253. Hey, this is Jake and Adam from the Hopper. That's right. Cut the promo, but we fucking hate promos. Promos are tough. What do we do? We got to promote ourselves, but it's not really our fucking forte. No, it's not. We fucking hate them. They're a pain in my ass. They're a pain in your ass. So you know what? We're getting through this together. If you hate dumb shit as much as we do, give the Harper guys a listen. That's you, right. You can find us at iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Podbean, Facebook, Instagram, theharperguys.com. Twitter, at theharperguys. So, or shoot it. What? That, that. Mama. That's what we do all the time. Shoot us an email at theharperguys at gmail.com. That's right. Can't wait to hear from you soon. Let's do this. Hip hip. Cheerio. Ben, why should anybody listen to Blockbuster Mentality? I mean, seriously, why should any of these people that we've interrupted while they're listening to their favorite podcast check us out or even turn off this show and go straight to our show? That's a great question, Dave. People should listen to us because we point out the most important details of movies and television. Yeah, I mean, we're talking about the really important stuff like Uncle Owen and Aunt Beru in Star Wars. What exactly are their living quarters underground? But it's not just that, Ben. We produce high quality audio that is exactly right Dave because we will have my daughter interrupt us on every single episode <laughs> and we have an amazing stars in popcorn rating system we measure on quality and entertainment value listen to blockbuster mentality every Monday on all major podcast platforms and connect with us on Twitter at blockbustercast. so grab some popcorn grab some snacks we'll catch you guys at the movies Amen. Oh, I didn't know David, 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 David. <laughs> What's up, boys? David, the Ooh. producer from the Unrunnable Rant and Bourbon Soaked Live with Juliet Miranda. How are you, my friend? I am doing just awesome. A little weird at these times, but uh, all good. Are you Rona free in 2020? I, well, you know. I don't have COVID-19. I heard she was 21. That's all I'm going to oh, say. Oh, damn. She set you up, bro. You got to <laughs> gotta get that ID, man. You got to get that ID. Fuck. I don't know. That's illegal. 19th, right? What's that? 19th is legal. Yeah. Well, I guess. Yeah. You know, I my rule of thumb has always been she's got to be older than my, uh, you know, huh? oldest daughter. Oh, you know, That's okay. kind of the rule. Yeah, that's why I have sons, David. <laughs> how are you did you move to Na uh, Nor 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 how do you say it narlands narlands 
Nolens. Nolens. Yeah, no, not yet. Oh, uh, we okay. moved May 15th, and uh, they're going right in the middle of, uh, they're kind of an epicenter of, uh, you know, what's going on right now, which kind of sucks, but uh, we'll get say, there. It might not be the best time to move to Narlins. <laughs> oh, believe me. It's a huge hassle. I mean, moving's hard enough. Yeah. But then you throw this shit on top of it. Coronavirus wow. moving? Yeah. How do you fuck? Is that, I guess moving, is that essential moving companies? Like, do you have to, yeah. you have to lug all your furniture down? Nope. Okay. Nope. Uh, the moving company is going to take it down there. Cool. We've uh, gotten commitments from them that they're going to show up. Up and you know load our shit and move it down there so that's cool i smell a uh, sitcom here i smell like you can't move and you gotta live with a new family and it's uh <laughs> <laughs> it's a podcast yeah i end up living with uh you know the drizz yeah, <laughs> the yeah i'll be so fun <laughs> <laughs> well there goes the neighborhood juliet we got the yeah. drizzers moving in <laughs> god damn god damn how are you guys been doing how are you guys doing we're doing good uh we uh, well the whole plan for this spring was that we were going to uh work on a pilot uh, there's a new york production oh. company that wants to take juliet's book and turn it into a pilot to shop to the networks and uh, streaming services but this whole COVID thing again slowed everything down yeah. so now we don't even start the pilot until like september Wow. Wow. When yeah. It's back by then. I don't know. Like, I, I kind of feel like uh, after the summer, do you think there'll be another bout of it? Like, I, I don't know. Is it, is it really going to all go away over the fucking summer? Oh, it's totally going to go away. Okay. Here, uh, no man. I have some COVID tips for you cool. to make sure that this shit stays away. All right. Because it has to, right? We got to be done with this after this. Got to right? flatten the fucking mound. We got to pound the mound, right, David? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I found the mound. <laughs> well, I tell you, the best way to avoid touching your face is by holding two glasses of bourbon. That's the easiest way. Double fucking fisting, bitch. Yes. That's right. Yes. And if you want to get creative, you can ask your neighbor over for a beer, sneak over to his house, and then steal their fucking toilet paper. I'm about ready to do that. I was going to say, what are you guys hoarding? What have you guys stocked up on? <laughs> well, we were a little late to the game. We're like, oh, this will pass. It's like the regular flu. No big deal. Yeah. And then you go to the store, and then you know the shelves are empty. You're like, damn it. <laughs> I feel like uh, there's going to be a baby boom. Did you put a bun in the oven, David? Oh, God, no. But we're drinking like pirates. We're fucking like prostitutes. And we're cleaning the house like we're going to have company over. Oh, I feel like this is going to be like the Corona kids are coming. The Corona kids are coming. And they're going to be the ones that take over and stop it. Yeah, there was a baby boom. They're all going away. But the Corona kids are fucking on the way, bitches. It's I a... think they really are. You know, Juliet and I were talking about that. We're like, you know, everyone's at home for the last month. And the people that are either living with their significant other or are married, uh, you know, they gotta be fucking like rabbits. Fuck with hats off, like yeah, like yeah. No, you either beat your wife or you beat her pussy. That's that's your choices <laughs> yeah. right now. And so then, I, if you're quarantined, you're do doing not both. Beat your wife, uh, like beat the pussy, guys. Come on, be. Gentle. But being quarantined, you're probably like every other day. It's one or the other. Yeah. <laughs> right. But think of those guys that were just a little late to the game that were just about ready to break up or move out or oh. you know do something and then now they're stuck oh. <laughs> 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 
the court the corona girlfriend <laughs> like, oh, you're yeah. only here because of coronavirus <laughs> wait till this is over the virus baby. or living with her <laughs> oh dude that's gotta be gotta be miserable Ooh, what are you drinking there david you see a lime in there i'm interested oh, yeah yeah i'm usually uh the you know digging the bourbon but uh today i just have a glass of gin and what's in it again uh, sparkly water. Okay. I was wondering lime. if you had a Corona with I'm, lime in it. Yeah. I, I, I'm <laughs> drinking a, uh, a gin and tonic right now. Oh, you got a gin and tonic. What gin? Uh, Plymouth. Ah, is it any good? I never had oh, that. Oh, I love Plymouth. Plymouth is, is my go-to gin to mix with because it's very uh, citrusy. Not, it depends on like what you're into. If you're into the more juniper forward gins, I wouldn't go Plymouth. Plymouth, the juniper is, is kind of tamed. And it mixes really well with like lemon juice, tonic water, sparkling water. Like it's it's definitely my go-to gin. Cool. More citrus. Yeah, I usually stick with uh, Hendrix. I do like go-to. Hendrix, but I feel like you should have a, a cucumber, a slice of cucumber in there instead of a slice of lime. I'm a drinker. I'm not gay. <laughs> Nor am I, David. Nor am I, my friend. I'm with you a hundred on that. Uh, I I wanted to say, David. I don't know if you have any conspiracies. Uh, I originally thought of one about a ghost bat that was like just sad because people hate nasty fucking bats and for years, centuries, for eons, and he's just pissed off and he wants to be loved, so he's killing everyone until we learn to love bats. But then I also thought maybe it's God. Like, once a certain amount of people started podcasting, once, like, too many podcasts happened, God was like, fuck this, I gotta stop this shit. There's too many, too many out there. Like, what do you think? I'm not a big, firm believer in religion, but I think that uh, if there's someone that is saying, you know what, we gotta cull the herd a little bit. (laughs) After all the social media and all the, you know, PC culture and everything else going on, you know, someone looked down and said... Yeah, this is kind of bullshit. We're going to have to get rid of some of these guys. Thank you. Thank you. That's why we're okay, because we can do a podcast. <laughs> That's right. Good shit. Yeah. <laughs> we're doing a- and speaking of that, didn't you just go on uh, Kevin Israel's and... Uh, Kevin oh Goatee. God. Kevin yeah. Goatee's show. What is their show? It's a, like a movie show, right? Or was it... You did comics watching comics, right? No, no, no. I did uh, Gutting the Sacred Cow, which is their podcast about basically taking their guest picks a movie and they have to convince both Kevins that it's a horseshit movie. Okay. What was the movie you picked? And wait, the, the, you, do sorry. you have to agree with them or are you allowed to go a different way? Oh, no, no, no. See, you're supposed to go on there to argue why it's bad. And either you will convince them or they already kind of think the same way you do. It was kind of a mix and match with ours. And you picked the because movie? Because I did the Goonies. Oh, you did the Goonies. Okay. See, I never saw that as a kid, but um, I, I, I think I grabbed it once uh, for my kids and my son William loves it. And it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad unwatchable yeah see that's what i mean like it wasn't it wasn't the best thing and i never saw it originally as a kid so like i I never had that so watch it it was okay it was all right it wasn't the worst thing i mean there's uh artard bashing in it like that's that's (laughs) That's cool it's a good old family fun i say you know laugh at the 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 malfunction <laughs> the the malformed person in, in in the basement in the crawl space. What do you say is unwatchable though? Just like bad dialogue, bad bad acting. Like what's the what's the big thing that stands out? 
No Feldman. Uh, there, there's figuring? a whole bunch of things. Uh, there are well, one, the writing I think is awful. It there is. is not one single joke that lands in that movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, the yeah. jokes are not even sophomoric funny. Even if I were a kid, I'd say, oh, you know, that's a little ha ha funny. They're just awful. They're shit jokes. There's pirate ship stuff. <laughs> Yeah, like I only like I, I I never actually sat down and watched that movie. I just remember like bits and pieces of it yeah, as a kid. Great. Like I remember kind of like the pirate ship. I remember the kids in the attic finding the map and they got to find this treasure. And it's and yeah, it was the artard in the crawlspace and the artard in the crawlspace and the nasty old bitch from the fucking cool movie with Danny DeVito. Did the artard have a Superman right. shirt or yes. a Superman yes, cape or did. something? Yes, okay. he did. That's amazing. Fucking great. That's amazing. Way too many. Great. Tie-ins, <laughs> just a piece of shit. Up, up, but, and away, and then he just fell flat face, fat face first on the fucking pavement. You know the truffle <laughs> shuffle. It's like, oh god, that's supposed to be funny, right? You know, I'm laughing. It's yeah. <laughs> well, you're laughing at the premise of you know how ridiculous it is, right? It is. Yes, <laughs> yes. But they saved, they saved the whole family by finding that fucking. It was one-eyed Willie. You cannot. Come on, that's a good joke, right? A, a, a euphemism for a dick. <laughs> like, come on. All I right. expect a lot more from Chris Columbus, who wrote that turd. <laughs> All right, I can't. I can't hate on one, Willie. <laughs> but, I, but I tell you, that uh, podcast, is it's a great concept. Yeah. It's a lot of fun to do. And, man, they have a lot of they, – they chunk it up into segments, and they're – it's really like a real show, you know. I mean, speaking they do a really of, nice job with it. Speaking of Chunk, he was in the Goonies, huh? Chunk, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> speaking of uh, Goonies, what's the Drizz up to? I didn't know, David, yeah. if we could have him do some coronavirus-themed songs for us. Yeah. I, I think that would be awesome. And I actually got a little help on this one, so Ooh. I wanted to come up with some titles of some, you know, virus songs. Yes. And uh, I got some help from uh, Gino Bisconti okay. uh, from In Hot Water. He awesome. helped me out. Fuck yeah. Cool. Yeah. Cool. All right. So the first title is MSG, I Don't Feel So Good. Ready, Jess? Okay. Yeah, we can do that. Yo, let me tell you something real quick about MSG. I don't know what that fucking stands for, but I'll tell you right now, MSG, I feel fucking sick, it's fucking crazy, like I feel like I got this big fucking pain in my stomach and a lot of diarrhea coming out, I haven't had any diarrhea coming out, but I feel, you ever feel some diarrhea? Yeah, you know, it's like this weird feeling where your butthole gets a little fucking wet. MSG, my butthole is pretty fucking wet, and I'm probably gonna have a lot of diarrhea coming out. Yeah. That's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> diarrhea. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's it's butthole. I'm glad to see you win highbrow. <laughs> <laughs> that's all. That's all I had. <laughs> All right, I got another one for you if you're up for it. Yeah. He's always up for it. All right, Hong Kong Fluey. Ooh. <laughs> yes. Let me tell you about the time I went over across seas to another country. 
I went to Hong Kong and there was like a giant ape smashing buildings and I was like man that's Hong Kong fluey and then I went over to this little town in Hong Kong called Kong Hong I thought that was kind of creative and they had a little fish market there and let me tell you something about this fish market man it was Hong Kong fluey then I went to a hotel in Kong Hong which is in Hong Kong and I got myself a prostitute and she came over and wanted to suck my dick but I was like no girl you Hong Kong fluey you You missed you missed the perfect opportunity to rhyme Hong Kong with my big dong (laughs) oh damn Christmas is all the opportunity (laughs) (laughs) all right uh, I have a final one if uh, you think you can handle it I might have to pour more gin. Hold on. Oh, <laughs> I go, thought go the was going to answer. <laughs> we got nothing but time. I didn't know his pilot, his host, was going to talk. Yeah, well, the host needs, like, the Driz needs alcohol to operate, so without the alcohol. I'm seeing worlds just... collide here. I don't know. <laughs> Third wall, fourth wall, whatever it is. I don't know. <laughs> Sanitizer being squirted everything, everywhere. <laughs> this is... All right. All right. Your lyrics, and I'm talking to the Driz now. Yeah. Your lyrics are Brilliant. about as poetic yeah, as, as a porn script. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I, I used to write in porn back in the day. There's a couple good porn movies if you really want to see some shit from the best director that's ever lived. His name was The Driz. It was me. Spoiler alert. But like uh, back in the day, I wrote a couple of uh, a porno scripts. One of them was like, Drizzle This. Yeah. I had another one. It was called On the Driz. Yeah. And then, like, the third movie I made was Driz to Driz. Yeah. <laughs> They're all really great. Let's check them out. Wow. <laughs> I don't even know what to do with that. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody does. I know. <laughs> okay, I got your third song. You ready for it? Yeah. There's a, there's a chink in my immune system. I feel really sick right now, it's pretty fucking terrible Like I'm telling you, you hear all this stuff in the news right now About this COVID-19 Well let me tell you something, I got all of those symptoms I got a fever, a dry cough My dick won't get hard and my ass is a little wet I got all the symptoms of this COVID-19 And I'll tell you why though Here's the problem, and let me explain to you for a second. You don't really have to worry about the COVID-19 unless you got a chink in your immune system. That's right. I got a chink in my immune system because I went over to China. And I got a fucking ray gun that shrank some people. And I found a chink, and I shrank him down. And I injected him into my immune system. And I know 
That's why I got the COVID-19 Cause I put a chink in my immune system So if you don't shrink a chink down with a ray gun And inject him into your immune system You're probably safe You don't gotta wear a mask or gloves or hand sanitized Cause you don't got a chink in your immune system But I do So one more time Don't go to China with a shrink ray And shrink a chink down And inject him in your immune system Cause then you'll get the COVID-19 Yeah Ooh, just, just one question yeah. How could you turn that song into Honey I Shrunk the Kids <laughs> How did that happen? Yeah, what are you talking about? I've never heard of that in my life. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was no idea. Yeah. Well, that hold up. Well, that, well honey, I, I struck the kids. Well, that hold up as a movie. They're talking about... Uh, no, well, they're talking about doing uh, another version of that, Ooh. which would be sad. But yeah. um, no, I don't think it would. No, I, I don't know. What's another Rick version? Moranis honey, is I... not that funny. No, he's never been. He's never been. Well, uh, honey, I fucked the kids. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Starring the Drizz. Yeah. Oh, wait, what is that? David just hung up on you. Oh, I saw his, like, screen got all weird. David, you still there? Oh. Oh, oh, you're there. I see you're moving. Nope. David. Decron poor, is... it says poor connection. Yeah. Get a rich connection. How do I do that? <laughs> Can you hear me now? Yeah. yeah. Skype actually says it has a bar over your head in your uh, video that says Ooh. poor connection. Is your connection <laughs> paid with food stamps, David? It is. Oh, you know, it went away. It's, it's food stamps and, uh, you know, lots of, uh, you know, auto loans. <laughs> I need to get an EBT uh, Skype card. How are you guys dealing with this whole COVID thing, man? You guys hanging in there? Yeah, we're working every day. We're yeah, working we're, we're in retail, day. David. So yeah, we're it's essential. Very, we're very, essential, uh, uh, essential, essential workers. You're just like yeah. doctors. Fuck yeah. Just like doctors. Fucking just yeah. like them. And uh, <laughs> I'm getting paid the big buckets right now. Uh, yeah, no, it's it's we could be it's, uh, expendable. Ex expendable is what the word means. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, no fuck these oh, a-holes. Boy. They're gonna get you. They're gonna fetch a TP for you. Uh, yeah, and, and that's it. The, the biggest issue right now is that um the, the 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 people that are coming into our stores, the customers are they're the awful. Best. They're it's, the best. They, it brings out the best in people. It's very bad right fuck now. Yeah. <laughs> fuck yeah. Okay, I gotta ask you, what is the worst thing that has happened to you in a retail setting since this whole shit started? I heard about a 20-minute rant from a guy complaining about uh, he got the wrong microwave. God forbid he didn't get the microwave. He got the microwave that was, like, a little off of what he ordered. And the, 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 the guy in charge was like, look, I'll do whatever you want. Yeah, I will either monetarily uh, make it up to you or you can go see if we have one. And the guy just continued to argue for, like, 20 more minutes and... Uh, it's not a BFD. Like he, you're gonna be taken care of. And then they ended up finding uh, that the right, the correct microwave was in fact also shipped to them. So they had it for the guy. Like the guy just caused way too much of a stink over a damn microwave. <laughs> My favorite was I had um uh, in the township that we're in, we had put these signs out because it's a New Jersey regulation right now to 
um, only you have to wear a mask. It's state regulation that yeah. you have to wear a mask to go into a grocery store, right? So our word wow. on this paper was local ordinance, which I guess shame on us, whatever. But there was this dude that was a councilman of this township that my store is in, and he ripped us a fucking new asshole because he's like, I didn't vote for this. It should be state regulation. Both. He called he called the, the fucking sheriff on us and shit, and we had to like print a new the one. Sheriff. But I was like, did holy he, fuck. Did <laughs> like, the sheriff like twirl guns at you guys? Like, <laughs> yeah, I didn't even, know, this, I didn't even know sheriff was a real thing. A mask? What's that, What's that? You almost got prison raped for not having a mask. Right, yeah. yeah. That's exactly. <laughs> I do also love, I heard a story of a, of, a, of a guy being turned away from a store and going out and grabbing a mask off the ground. Somebody just tossed like it was their used old mask and, and this <laughs> motherfucker put it on and went back in the store. Like, I hope that guy gets the goddamn, the goddamn coronavirus. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> if, if he doesn't get it, he deserves it. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Deserves That's it so stupid. Bad. Yeah. Fuck. I'll teach you. The whole washing the hands thing and the whole... I mean, it's it's getting to be a lot. It, and just staying inside the house, especially when it's starting to get nice out, it's <sighs> like, uh... Have you yeah. worn the mask, David? It, like, hurts your nose. No. Like, uh, And uh, that's the other thing, too, like, uh, like we have to wear them every day, like working and all. Like the second day after shaving, when you start getting stubble, it's just so uncomfortable. So uncomfortable. It's getting all moist because you're just breathing your fucking mist back <laughs> in your face. Like your whole shit is just wet. You gotta like take it off and like rub and rub with your sh- sleeve. It's it's disgusting. It's it's nasty. You don't realize what disgusting we are as human beings until yeah. you throw on a mask, right? You ain't supposed to breathe in your forty three years of tooth decay. You're not supposed to. That's going out for a reason. You're not supposed to suck it back in, motherfuckers. Like, but here we are. Here we are sucking it back in. Uh, something that cracked me up the other day in, in uh, the retail store that I work at, we were um, selling customers that didn't have masks. We were selling them whatever the fuck we could find in the store, like fabrics, uh, dish towels, like whatever, because they have to have something to cover their face. Are you right? increasing so, the price because it's, it's Corona? <laughs> no, we're not increasing oh, the, the price. Not? But one of the funniest fucking things I heard is there's the, this real tall um, African-American fellow, and he's got this huge amount Cock? of red fabric wrapped oh. around his face, and he walks past me and he goes, this is fucking ridiculous. I feel like fucking super ninja. <laughs> Ninja or the other one? He just said Super Ninja. And he was like ridiculous the amount of fabric he had wrapped around his Why face. Did he, what did he buy? Like a fucking carpet? I guess he bought the entire fucking roll of fabric. Entire I don't know. Of- but he was like, I'm like Super Ninja. <laughs> That's wow! Ridiculous. Did you? Uh, you're the uh, Rob. You put out a tweet with the guy with the underwear over his face. Right? <laughs> we saw him earlier today. We went to Walmart for coffee, and uh, yeah, this guy had a fucking Fruit of the Loom waistband around his head. And I, That's freaking classic. And I ran back to Slim because we were six feet away, and I'm like, the guy's got underwear on his head, Slim. And Slim started cracking up, and I just got my camera right out to fucking capture. <laughs> fuck, fuck. People are are, are wilding out, David. We have to wrap this up, dude, but it's always, always a pleasure talking to you. Oh, always have a blast, guys, and always a pleasure to come on and, uh, you know, anytime, man. Fuck yeah. Where can everybody find you guys? Uh, You can find us at theunwritablerant.com. I do a virtual happy hour on Saturdays on YouTube on my channel. Uh, Juliet does Bourbon Soak Live on Mondays on her channel. And then, of course, we have the podcast every Sunday. Awesome. 
Awesome. Definitely. Definitely keep going. You guys are doing God's work. <laughs> We're just really bored in COVID. <laughs> yeah. Yep. This is the way. <laughs> this is the way to keep keep on board we're an essential yeah we're an essential podcast essential idiots all three (laughs) (laughs) love you david love you guys take care talk soon my friend this this, this is hollywood actor and i'm appearing with the delightful scumbags uh robin slim Rob's the old one. Is Rob the old one? Yes. Yes. Rob is the old one. He's <laughs> <laughs> like 75. How did you meet the boys? Did you just go by a school one day? I was, I was, at, the, I was at the bus stop. <laughs> we, we all met when me and Slambo were in seventh grade. I had a lot of candy, Steve. <laughs> he had Pokemon cards. Yeah. He, he learned us in. Did you have a puppy? Oh, I have a quick story. The box you. had three. three puppies but my dick was inside <laughs> Rob it's a show hello hey hey buddy Brant Brant Toler what's up man oh everything and, and all at once everything is all up comedian author and <laughs> podcaster in Denver uh, the last time we talked Brant it was pre pre COVID and we were all good we were all good and now I don't think we're good anymore dude I know. It seems like forever ago. Yeah, I'm bored out of my mind. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, I hate this. Yeah. I was going to say, like, as a performer, like, it's it's got to impact you hard. Yeah, it sucks. I mean, the gigs, you know, what really sucks is, like, Facebook, a lot of people didn't cancel the events on Facebook. So I'll wake oh. up and just be reminded of times I was supposed to make money and perform. Oh, oh no. Like, oh, yeah. Even I'm my parents, my, yeah, my parents are, are like, you know, stuck home. And my mom just even today was like, I had a hair appointment yesterday. Or tomorrow, I mean, <laughs> tomorrow. And yeah, no, like, oh, that sucks. What have you been uh, stocking up on, though, Brent? Man, I haven't been been doing, I've been, just been recording podcasts at home. And, you know, honestly, I've been, it's been, I've been super productive as well, the best I can, you know. Yeah. I sold a lot of books. The books have kept me through because I wrote that book, and then uh, I, a lot of people have ordered them through me. So I've been, you know, uh, packaging books and sending them off. So luckily, that's kept me busy and let me make a little money. But other than that, man, I haven't been doing much at all. Yeah, I, I didn't know I could have done that. I would have ordered it directly through you. I got it through Amazon. I got the free roll, and it was a blast to read, man. Oh, thank you, man. I thanks for buying it. I'm glad you enjoyed it. It's, no, uh, no problem. Like, thanks for I'm very proud of. It's some of the realest shit. Like, there's some like amazingly hilarious shit, and there's some really sad shit. There's it's ups and downs. It's, it's everything. <laughs> it's everything, man. <laughs> yeah, I think it. People always ask me about becoming a comic, and I was like, I think, um, I was I, I was ready for it just from the ups and downs. Cause people always like comics had awful lives. Yes. I think that's kind of like a stereotype, but. I think a lot of us just last in this game. If you had ups and downs growing up, then it makes you it makes it a little easier to survive and stand up because you, you're you've been through the ups and downs and know you can survive. You, it. Yeah, you've been through some of the worst and just oh my god, oh my god, just from your dad, oh your dad, fucking, <laughs> <laughs> um, just uh, uh, some of the some of the bosses you had. Like the first two were great. Who was that, Kevin and and Oliver? Yeah, they were awesome. Yeah, they were awesome. You know, uh, 
I changed their names in it, but the Keith is the, actually my first boss. But he, you know, he changed my life for I, I never forget that. Without him, uh, you know, it, it's so weird. I'm, I'm working on this. I'm doing one of these TED Talk things about leaving your hometown and how important it is to go out and explore the world. But I was writing about it today, and I just had that constant reminder of like, if I didn't meet him, I don't know where my life would be. It's it's so weird that meeting one person can change your whole entire life. Yeah, yeah. They, 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 just the way the, both of them handled when your dad stole all the money that that you, yeah. you, you had for them. Like, yeah, no. And they, they were like, we'll make more. And I, just the one yeah, guy, yeah. was it Oliver, I think, that said, you don't have another dad, do you, Brent? Like, <laughs> yeah. oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, they were both very funny guys. Super you know, cool. just, uh, that was the start of when I started doing stand-up. So I think part of that, uh, being around them, uh, you know, because I was like, how'd you get funny? Because my family's not really funny at all. Okay. And I, I think I think I'm kind of a product of my environment. I, I was surrounded by a lot of funny people. That's cool. That's cool. What um uh, and what about the later guys like Pinky and uh, I don't know those three guys you worked for last? They sounded like a fucking nightmare, dude. <laughs> yeah, they were weird, and you know they. Uh, they weren't that happy with the book, which I understand. I was going to uh, ask. I was going to ask if anyone ever, like, you got to take this out. You got you to edit this book, Brant. I don't like that. But if you change the well, names, that's, like, that's, yeah. that's the beauty of doing it all myself is nobody could tell me anything. You know, I, I just self-published the book because I didn't want, I didn't want notes. I wanted to tell my story the way I wanted to tell it. So, cool. you know, I, I didn't talk to, when I left Vegas, I didn't talk to any of those guys. So them reading the book, was was a kind of a shock to I think a lot. They were like, "Oh, I didn't know any of this stuff." So, I know the one the guy that is named Pinky in there. He reached out to me and talked a little trash on uh, social media. But wow, I mean, it's just a real story. And, and to be honest, I'll tell you why I didn't have a problem with any of the people in that book because I told a lot of stories, but there's still stuff I didn't tell. That's what that, I figured. Uh, and also, that, like. That, Reading the book, that guy is uh, introduced you to one of uh, the people that uh, really inspired you to do comedy. Like, I love that yeah, part yeah. of it. Like, yeah, that crazy story of when he made me go to L.A. And, uh, you know, because like, like I talked about in the book, I just chickened out for two years. I didn't know how to do it. I was scared whenever I talked into a microphone. The, the few times in life I had talked into a microphone, my eyes would water. So I was like, I can't be a comedian that just stands up there and cries when he's telling jokes. But I was scared. So I do have to I do have to thank Pinky for uh, taking me to that first show in L.A. and, and yeah. seeing Zach Galifianakis, which inspired the whole thing of like, all right, I, I got to do this. So yeah. in a weird way, as much beef as me and Pinky have, I, I do owe him that. Yeah, I agree. And uh, I just love you. I love you even just admitting in the book that you've cried because uh, it's just, yeah, that much more... Not that it's not believable, but it's just, yeah, no, that's a real reaction to a lot of stuff. Like, yeah, no. Like, I cried during some of the shit in that book. Like, some of it's wow. really fucking hard hitting, man. Like, it's real You know, shit. what's crazy is I didn't, I didn't really cry when I wrote the book. And, and uh, then when I read the book, because I did the audible version, and then when I read the book, I really, there's a couple moments reading about, like, stuff that my dad did to my mom that really... I just started bawling, and and I worked with these two awesome ladies, or the producers of the book, who were just friends, which is funny, because at the time, I, I had no money, so I was going to 
have these rappers help me record the book, the audible version. And I always think back if I'd have just been crying as I'm reading my book and they were producing, they'd been like, man, shut the fuck up. We all got <laughs> shitty dads. Shut the fuck up, man. Yeah, dads. Yeah. The, the one holds <laughs> a, a gun up to you. Yeah. <laughs> so, it was cool. The, the two ladies that I work with, I mean, they really start crying and I start crying. And then we, you know, we stopped a couple of times and they, they were both very motherly and came over and gave me hugs. Like, I'm fine. I just, I don't know what it was. Yeah. Reading about, reading, saying it out loud, um, how bad my dad was to my mom. That, wow. that really affected me, which ironically, because I went over that book t- over and over and over again, and it never brought out those emotions until yeah. I was reading it myself. So wow. it was crazy. Wow. Wow. I also love, though, that you, you broke into Mike Tyson's house. You know, he was selling <laughs> at the time, but you were like, but you you planned and you, you broke into it and you were having you were hosting parties at <laughs> my Tyson's Tyson's mansion, bro. You know fuck. what's about that story is that that story people always wanted to hear that story until the Hangover came out, and then it was like, oh really? You're a, a fat chubby comedian with a beard that broke into Tyson's house. The the, the Hangover kind of counterfeited that story because then people it wasn't believable as you know but i mean luckily i have all that you can see in the book i have the evidence of me you, in his house that and, and the you title a, to his car and yeah. all that do you think they got that story from you like maybe heard it like oh there's I this guy know. that breaks into mike tyson's house and they were like we gotta do that <laughs> you know i don't know i don't think because at the time you know there was no podcast or anything so i would tell the story in small circles yeah. In like the Vegas scene, but I don't think there's any way that you know. And my story is a little different since Tyson wasn't there, and 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 uh, I mean it was still scary. Don't get me wrong, but once I knew that we kind of had carte blanche at his house and I could throw parties and stuff, it was once I knew it was fun. It was just harder. Like I talk about in the book, it's hard to convince girls. Like, come on, let's go. And they're like, "Are you crazy?" It's a place to so it was a cool. It was a cool experience for sure, man. And I saw though you had a picture with Mike. Did you meet him afterwards? And does yeah, he know? so I got to meet. I got to meet Mike eventually. Uh, so I was. I do. I perform at Brad Garrett's comedy club at DMGM in Vegas a lot. And then Mike was doing his uh, one man show after our comedy show. So I got a chance to meet him and talk to him a little bit and. I started to try to explain the story to him, but he didn't give a shit. Honestly, he's just like, "You broke in my house when I was there." I was like, "No, it was after you moved out." And he was, uh, you know, and it, it was. I've been around Tyson a couple times and tried to explain it to him, and he just nods his head and <laughs> he, I don't. He, you know, he just didn't care. Like, I'm Mike Tyson. pretends to listen to I'm you. I'm Mike like, Tyson, bitch. Yeah. That's yeah, that's yeah, all that's in his head. Like, <laughs> yeah, he just uh, he, but he's still like the scariest. There's one time. So we'd share a green room and they'd make us leave the green room before he can before he got there. And one time I was the last one out of the green room and he was coming out of the elevator. I don't know if he just had a bad day or what, but I walked out of the green room and we made eye contact and I, I've never felt that fear. You know, it wasn't going to punch me. It was just me and him like in this little area going to the green room. But yeah, and I don't think he realized what he was doing, but we just, he might've just been in a bad mood or something, but we made eye contact and I felt something I've never felt in my life of just fear in that moment of like, I saw. I can't imagine looking into those eyes, like you know, right before you box or something. Yes, it is. It, it, I definitely felt something I'd never felt before. That's crazy. What I instantly thought of, like that stare down before a fight when yeah. you said that. Wow. Yeah. Oh my god. And mine was just a glance, so I can't imagine standing there in front of him, knowing, you know, when he probably ramped it up. I just, I'll never forget that. I mean, I've been around him maybe ten times, but that one moment, I was like, 
I feel something I have never felt in my life before. <laughs> Shit. Shit. But, dude, yes, this book, just like I said, beginning to end, it just it goes into every aspect. Uh, I, I really love the... Um, the, what was it? The, the the casino that had the gag order against you. That I really enjoyed. Oh, the Imperial Palace. Yes. Yeah, yes. yeah. That was uh, that was my spot for a long time when when I was working. So at one point I had over a million dollars in comps there. So I would do these huge dinners, and if any of my friends came into town, I would just get them hotel rooms, and it was cool to. I got to live kind of like Mike Tyson for a while, but only at the Imperial Palace. Which wasn't like the nicest casino, but to be able to just comp everything yeah. made me feel like uh, it was pretty cool, you know, from the age of like 23 to 25 to be able to just do whatever I want in a casino mm. was uh, one of the one of the perks of the job for sure. <laughs> oh, man, but you, you, you ruined that. You had to ruin that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, it was so <laughs> I silly, I don't too. know how to act. It was, yeah, but it was just so ridiculous, too, that just the fact that you cursed. Like, they... They, they, yeah. So what was it? I'm sorry, Brian. I didn't read your your book. Rob did. But so what? What had happened that I? Oh, so I well I was I was gambling and then I um, I got in a fight with the pit boss and then I eventually it's a long story but eventually I pulled the roulette ball out of the roulette the roulette wheel and I threw it at the pit boss and hit him in the chest and uh, all hell broke loose. <laughs> they, just, they, they weren't too happy about that. I had to go to casino jail for a little bit. Casino jail. Casino jail. What is Because they didn't they didn't know who I was like a couple because I was a kid you know so I, I was I, I looked real young and they so I did all my gambling up in the sports book. I didn't I, I worked for the biggest professional sports gambler so people on the floor didn't know who I was. So when I'd get into these altercations, then they'd find out who I was and then they would apologize to me and backtrack. And, and, but I mean, I was a douche. I, I could have handled it better, but <laughs> you know, I was a kid from Wyoming to have that kind of power. Yeah. When I was, I was at the time, probably one of the biggest gamblers they had, even though oh, wow. it wasn't my money. I, I was, it was just my job to go bet for my bosses. But, uh, it was always funny to have to have these guys come apologize to me, which they hated to apologize to a 23 year old kid who I was a complete asshole when I got on, when I got drunk and, and felt entitled. So it was just a crazy, I mean, it's just a, it's crazy to even think about now just growing up in Wyoming that I would become involved in this crazy ass, like mafia lifestyle in Vegas still blows my mind. But you, even before that, though, dude, the mafia, the the, the mafia. Yeah, yeah. Was, oh my god, the shit. What what did they say you got from them? What was that store? Oh my god, was it about half a million? They said. Yeah, they claimed they, you they stole were, from them. They said they were short like six hundred thousand in the inventory. Now it wasn't all all me, but it was there. I definitely put a big dent in it oh. in Dillard. So that was uh, <laughs> that's what kind of started it all. I I try to explain to my girlfriend all the time. My mind just. I just have a different mind. Like, yeah. I think it's because my dad, you know, my dad was just a scumbag and was in prison my whole life. Genetics. He's just, <laughs> but I think it's genetic that when I walk into a situation, my brain immediately figures out how you could run a scam or what you could do, you know, which isn't good. I, I don't do it anymore. I've grown up. I'm, I'm, I've, I've done better, but it's still in me. Trust me. There's yeah. times so you like, were- oh God, I, I could during this quarantine, I'm, my brain really is overtime. Like God, we could really run some side hustles here. You were you know, pool hustling. I, I just had to. Uh, you you were pool hustling. No, mall hustling. Oh, I thought no. you said like Billard. He worked no, in a, no, way. no that's, Dillard's. That's small time oh, nerd okay. shit. I was yeah. I was uh, I was running a a huge operation in a in the in a mall, a, mall. a huge mall. Given I gave away, they said close to six hundred thousand dollars in inventory out of a Dillard's. Uh, 
department store, but I was trading it around. It was before eBay and shit, so I didn't know. I, I could, and I was a kid. I was nineteen. I didn't really know how to make m- money off it, so I was just hooking up all my friends. But no, I had a huge. I should probably still be in jail, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, that was that was wild. But Brent, before we, uh, I, I, you were about halfway through. I wanted to ask you. I read in the book that you were a huge fan of Eminem as a kid because he had a shitty dad. And so did you. Yeah. I, I wanted to ask if you could uh, maybe freestyle one of your favorite verses from an Eminem track. Man, my favorite one. You know what? Because we did that that first Eminem tape to show how old I was. We when I left, I dropped out of college and moved to to Vegas to connect with my father after he got out of prison for like the eighth time, and and that was like our soundtrack. So that first Eminem tape, but I mean like. To me, Eminem, the first thing that comes to my head is just the obvious one. is the, His palms are sweaty, knees weak, arms are heavy, there's vomit on his sweater already, mild spaghetti. That is something that was uh, just always reminds me more of stand-up, you know, because like I said, I chickened out for two years before I got the courage to do stand-up. So that the whole eight mile, that resonates with me You know, anytime I hear Lose Yourself, it, it just gets me, uh, it, it takes me back to being scared to do it in stand-up and then when i finally did it how uh how amazing i felt i love that i also think this is how uh, uh comparable he is like i never had a shitty dad like you know i had problems with my dad growing up but I, my dad was always around and we always worked shit out but i just feel like yeah on that level and uh I, even just on his last album at first i was like dude you're almost you're over 40 you're still doing whole tracks to your dad but like that hatred I don't feel ever goes away like Mm -hmm. he'll do one line to a a rapper that dissed him and destroy that rapper but he'll still do like a whole track to his dad like I just feel like that's that's some real shit right there yeah you know I haven't spoke like in the book it talks about how I try to kill my dad and then luckily it didn't work but from that day from the day we tried to kill my dad that's it's about 19 I, I don't know the exact, it was probably 19 years ago. I've never spoken to my dad at all. But um, I know he's out there. You know, okay. I, my mom, I, but we we have an idea where he's at. And I don't, I don't ever want to reconnect with him. I just want to know where he's at in case he comes into my life because I'm pretty easy to find when we're allowed to do stand-up. You know, my schedule is posted for the next eight, ten months. So yeah. <clears throat> I just, I, I don't know if he'll ever come, try to come back into my life, but I, uh, I just don't even know what he looks like or anything. That's a crazy thing. I, I don't want to, I don't want to meet him again or ever. There's no mm. fixing what he did. You know, I, I'm surrounded by a lot of people that are, you know, just good people like, you yeah, you should give him another chance and forgiveness. And like, there is no more. We gave him plenty of chance. You gave him. I would you tell you, if you read chance. the book, we, he had his chances. Oh. And I'm fine with never talking to him again. Just, but th- there's a weird thing about me. I just want to see what he looks like. Mm. I just want a picture. And then obviously, I'm prepared for that moment in life. If he ever approaches me and says something, I'll be like, I assume it'd be after a show or something, and then I would say, "Hold on, you know, I'd love to talk to you." They'd just let me go to the green room or something or bathroom, and then I would just be gone because I, 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 there's nothing to talk. I don't. Yeah. There's nothing to talk about or fix. So hopefully uh, it'll never. I just hope he dies, which is a weird thing to say, but no, <laughs> I, 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 I totally. get closure to it. Yeah. You know? yeah. Are, I guess you're kind of worried a, a little bit about like him going to one of your comedy shows and then you not recognizing him until after the show. So it's like why you want to kind of see him. Because you want to yeah. make sure you can see him if he's mm. there, like, so you're prepared. Yeah. 
Mm. Yeah, I just want to know. If, I mean, I'm. I just want to. I'm. I'm. I've prepared for the situation, but I would just like to know. Who, I mean, he might come up and just punch me. In the, who knows? I mean, it didn't end <laughs> yeah. well. Obviously, we tried to kill him. Yeah. But uh, it's uh, in, in just some weird way. I just want to see what he looks like for some reason. Yeah. And then if I could just get a picture of him, because like. My grandfather died recently, I guess. I don't talk to anyone on that side of the family since all this stuff happened with my dad. But I thought there was a chance maybe they would do a funeral or something. I could just see him. But who knows, man? I don't I don't know. I just I love, just, though, in the book, like, you just talking about your mom and your stepdad, just how much of a great influence they were. You really had some of the, uh, the best people, like, that, that brought you. Yeah. Yeah, life. you know, I, I'm, I'm from a small town in Wyoming in Cheyenne, and, and I was lucky that my everybody knew about my dad in my hometown, even though I didn't. My mom told me my dad was in college the whole time I was a kid when he, he was, was really in prison. Yeah, yes. But uh, I was lucky enough to have a great stepdad, and then... Yeah. Uh, my teachers and my coaches and and everybody around me kind of stepped up when I didn't even know they were stepping up and uh, so I was I mean I had a great childhood not because like I said my parents told me my dad was in college so I was I was like bragging about which is makes me laugh in hindsight that I was telling people oh no my dad's doing at college doing real good and all this when he was really in prison doing really bad but. just the part where he was promising you gifts and and uh you were yeah, writing yeah. letters and, and your mom and your stepdad were buying you the gifts because he would promise you stuff and never even send it like it was just oh wow. yeah. yeah dude yeah he's, he's he's just a bad person you know he's just uh he's just a bad dude he's you know i don't know we just need it to be over with so I don't have to worry about it. But, you know, just, I, I'm, I don't I don't have any kids yet, but it's it always inspired me. I can't wait to be a father. And, I was going to uh, ask. I definitely have learned from his mistakes and will do things a lot different than he did. Cool. Yeah, I have three sons, and I was going to ask if you would, would have, a, uh, if you would have a kid if the chance ever came up. Yeah. No, I've wanted to have a kid my whole, since I was like 21, I've always wanted to have kids. I want to be a dad, but. Then I got into the gambling life of Vegas, and then I got into this comedy life, and both of them aren't uh, really built for fatherhood. And that's kind of the reason I left uh, Los Angeles. I moved back here to Denver to try to find a, a great girl and, and settle down, and then luckily I found a great girl. So I'm in the process of trying to figure out how to propose and get a ring and all that. So we're I'm on the right track, and then hopefully kids will follow. So. I'm hoping it'll it'll be soon that I can have have my own son or daughter, and yeah. I will do things about the exact opposite that my father did. <laughs> yeah, like I feel like after him, you can't fuck up. You can't fuck up after. Him. Yeah, yeah, no, and I just didn't want to. You know, I just want. I know how important uh, you know kids are, and luckily, I'm surrounded by well, most of my close friends have kids, and they're all awesome dads. So it's just even more of a motivation. They're like. I love watching uh, watching them interact with their kids. So I look forward to it, man. Hopefully that day's coming coming soon, I hope. Awesome, my friend. And, uh, Brent, I don't know when this is going to clear up, but um, do you have any anything you could plug or anything for after the, you know what, if, the virus yeah, is gone? Yeah, if you want to get my book, it would be great. You can just email me, Brant, at BrantTober.com or on any social media. It, it, I just make more money if you just get it from me. So what I've been doing is I just charge twenty bucks for a book, and then I autograph it, cool. and I send in five, and I send a bunch of stickers and a thank you note for me. And then I've just been writing a joke. So if you buy my book, whatever you want to joke about, I'll write it. So that's just uh, obviously I make more money than doing that that way. And then I'm putting out a podcast pretty much every single day. I have the the thirty one, which I just interview other comedians, and I've had 
a ton of big comedians on Brad Garrett, Tom Segura, all the all the biggest comics. And then I do one with my girlfriend every Sunday that people like, and then I do one almost every day, which I'm going to do as soon as we finish this. It's called Craigslist Chaos when I just get on Craigslist. And anybody that's dumb enough to put their phone number on Craigslist, I call them and try to buy what they're selling or get jobs or join the Illuminati or whatever. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a fun podcast because you just never know where it's going. I just hop on and I put a call me in the search bar and any anything that shows up with a phone number. I call them and, and kind of fuck with them until they hang up or get mad at me. So that one's that one's everyone's favorite podcast right now. And it's it's just called Craigslist Chaos. So you can find them all at the Thirty One with Brant Tobler. And, awesome. I, and I, like I said, I'm putting them out every single day. So awesome. I'm on board. Awesome, Brant. Thank you so much again for talking to us. Yeah, I know I'll definitely be hitting you up again to talk. Yeah, yeah. Anytime, man. I'd love to talk to you guys. Thanks so much for having me on. No problem. Thank, Thank you for you. coming on, man. Have a good one. Yep. See you guys. See, See you, Brant. Oh, so cool. It is fucking cool. So cool. Yeah. We'll be back in a few with Kevin L. Johnson from Ozark. Hey, this is Jake and Adam from the Hopper. That's right. Cutting a promo, but we fucking hate promos. Promos are tough. What do we do? We got to promote ourselves, but it's not really our fucking forte. No, it's not. We fucking hate them. They're a pain in my ass. They're a pain in your ass. So you know what? We're getting through this together. If you hate dumb shit as much as we do, give the Harper guys a listen. That's you, right. You can find us at iTunes, Google Play. Spotify, Podbean, Facebook, Instagram, theharperguys.com, Twitter, at theharperguys. Or, sh- or shoot it. What? That, that, my, my. That's what we do all the time. Shoot us an email at theharperguys at gmail.com. That's right. Can't wait to hear from you soon. Let's do this. Hip hip. Cheerio. Rob and Slim Show. Hey, what's going on? It's Kevin. Kevin L. Johnson, actor in <laughs> Atlanta, Georgia. Are you originally from Georgia? Um, I was born in Savannah, Georgia, but I grew up in uh, Lake Wiley, South Carolina. Oh. Was that witness protection? How did you get there, Kevin? <laughs> <laughs> uh, my dad, he moved around uh, a lot. He's an architect, so oh. we had to... We went from Greenville, South Carolina, to Atlanta, Georgia, to Greenwood, South Carolina, you know, all over the South. Cool, cool. And how long have you been acting for, Kevin? Uh, I would say um, a little over 11 years, probably. Wow, wow. Uh, Are you best known for? I love you as Sam Dermody in Ozark. Is that what you're (laughs) best known for? Uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's my quote claim to fame right now, for sure. It's a claim. It's definitely a claim. I love, uh, Sam and Ruth are my favorite characters in Ozark. Like, that show is just so good. So good. Oh, yeah, we got some good, uh, like, back and forth banter, I guess you can call. <laughs> her, her, her talking crap about me and me pretty much taking it so far. <laughs> well, Sam, I don't feel like it's totally taken. Like, I feel as as Sam, you, you've come a long way. You started as, a, you know, you were working under your mom doing the, uh, the real estate, and then I feel like your character has grown so much. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I've... Uh... It's it's been a blessing, man. And we got great writers that have uh, created this awesome arc uh, for Sam, and it's just it's amazing. Yeah, 
It is. It is. It is and, uh, I wanted to ask, too, what is one of your favorite uh, things about playing, Sam? Um, it's. I think it's the arc, man. It's just like uh, it's, it's my first um, role that I've gotten to build a character, you know. Um, and going three seasons deep, you definitely get to build a character. Yeah. And it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Like I said, just you starting as selling the real estate to uh, when your your mom died in the show. I, I gasped. My mouth was open. Like, that show has some <laughs> of the craziest stuff. And then you go to, to running a strip club. Like, it, it's crazy. Yep. It's crazy. Oh, my God. <laughs> I haven't finished season three. I'm I'm four episodes in. Like, oh, okay. So oh, I, okay. I'm not totally I, up Most to of my stuff is, uh, I got some good stuff on the back half, like five oh. to ten is my storyline. Okay, okay. Yeah, I was waiting. Yeah, so you're coming up on it. Cool, cool. I did see you in one of the, the, the episodes I saw. You were helping Ruth run one of the scams on one of the other casinos. Like, it is just, it's so good. So good. And you, yeah. your line of, is this legal, like, made me laugh so hard. <laughs> Yeah, that was uh, that was a lot of fun. Um, Jason directed us in that episode, uh, and yeah, it was really hot in that van too. I mean, it was like all these computers in front of me, and I had to, you know, while Ruth was uh, doing her thing, I was like messing with computers, and yeah, a lot of technical stuff. Is Jason Bateman as dreamy uh, in real life as he is on the big screen? Because he's, he's he's amazing. I love Jason Bateman. Oh, he's incredible, man. He's uh he's down to earth. He's got a he's funny, he's got like this dry sense of humor. Um yeah, he he's a he's a great guy. And yeah. directing wise, he's awesome. It's like a master class, like, you know, getting to work with him opposite him or, you know, with him behind the camera. Yeah. I would feel that way and I just I, I I've always like respected him as a, a as an artist and is 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 Ozark like his baby? Did he uh like write the original season? Uh no, uh Bill Dubuque um was the creator okay of uh Ozark. Um he 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 uh he wrote the accountant with um uh with Ben Affleck back okay. like a couple years ago okay and uh yeah he used to go i think the story is when he was growing up he would visit the ozarks with his family and that's how he, and that's where he came up with the idea wow. uh, but he's he was like one of the head creators wow um, and then uh and then chris mundy our showrunner took over in season two and he's been awesome he's he's picked up where bill's left off and it's you know the writers are incredible and and Jason, uh, he's an executive producer on it. So his company, um, MRC, is a big, uh, big part of it. Cool, cool. Yeah, I've I've had people I've I've recommended the show to that have come back and thank me. Like it's that good of a show. It is. It is. It is amazing. Um, and I've heard so many people uh, compare it to Breaking Bad. Like as far as, right, as yeah. that kind of thing goes. That was. Uh, that was. Um, when it for, when season one came out, that was the good uh, like comparison, you know, to get people to watch the show. Yes. Um, and now like it's its own thing, and I think it gets bigger each year, um, this... or each season, I should say. Not it yes. doesn't come out every year, fortunately. Yeah. That's uh, what I was gonna say. I was telling. We've had some long gaps. Yeah. Um, but yeah. <laughs> But uh, this season is the tensest. I don't feel like I've relaxed my body at all. Like, I'm on the edge of my seat, just, like, 
totally tense though. Oh, like, <laughs> oh yeah, man. You got you got some good stuff uh, coming, man. Oh, man. It's because I, like, I don't want to ruin it for yeah. you. It's good. <laughs> oh man, man. I just the last one I saw was um, it was the entire episode of Marty being interrogated by the cartel, and oh my god, was that a rough one? That was a rough one. Oh yeah, where he go? Where they take him to Mexico? Yes, they come up, they grab him yeah. up, and they take him down there, and just the whole like the even I think from season two, like there's so many opportunities to like take the witness protection through the feds and all. And it's like, oh my god, like would I? I probably would. I probably would. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, it's it. It's it's been awesome to work on. Oh, that's cool. I was gonna ask too. Do you know when uh, season four will be? Uh, in production. Well, uh, we haven't got officially picked up yet, um, but uh, I, I like our chances. I can't say one way or the other, but I like our chances. Cool, I'll say that. So, so I'm curious to like, um, because Netflix shows obviously don't have this pattern of like every year you get a new season. How does that work? Mm-hmm. Like, do you, why why does it take so many years before a new season of a show comes out? Well, season two, um, I'm trying to think. After season two, uh, Jason was, uh, he had, he was working on Arrested Development, I think. Oh. Um, And then he started uh, directing The Outsider, which was on HBO. He was an executive producer on that. Uh, So he had other projects he was working on, which is why it took a little time to get back uh, started. But once we got back start, you know, once we started on season three, like shooting because we got done um shooting in like november okay and and then it came out in uh you know march what march 27th so yeah it doesn't like once we get done because they're editing along the way like it's netflix is quick and our guys are 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 really good at editing and it's just uh yeah they they turn them out pretty quickly once we get done we just got to the hard part is like actually getting to start production, you know. Okay. So, so another interesting question then, uh, like being a, a Netflix original, like you work close with like top dogs in Netflix. Um. Oh, like me? Yeah. Like, well, are there like Netflix uh, executives that have to get involved with the project because it is a uh, Netflix original? Uh, they're pretty hands off. Uh, like a oh, lot of um streaming uh services i mean they they give a lot of i mean i think that's why a lot of you know a lot of actors go to either netflix or amazon or hulu because they're very actor friendly and they give you know they give the creative control to the actors who are a lot of times executive producers like jason on uh ozark or reese witherspoon and jennifer aniston and octavia spencer they're like with apple now so, cool. yeah, that's cool to hear. That, that reminds me of like old school, like uh, like Frank Zappa uh, um, had talked about how the old school uh, record producers were these old dudes with cigars, and they were like, "Ah, you got a plan? Like, yeah, whatever. Here's some money." And I like the idea that like Netflix is kind of like that old guy with the cigar. <laughs> yeah, well, the old yeah. Guy. I mean, which I think is great. That way, they, I mean, you know, trust uh, the people who come up with create the shows and, yes. and let them do their thing. And that's, and I think that's why, uh, you know, a lot of those shows get the, uh, the notoriety when it comes, you know, award season, 
you see a lot of like streaming shows are it, the ones that are going to be up for those nominations. It shows in just how great the show is. I feel like that they let them have kind of have the it, yeah. say in it. Yeah, like where that. like networks fell off of that for a while. Networks yeah. were very controlling about like what you could do. Yeah. Well, writers are kind of. Uh, well, I don't want to get into the whole cable side, but it, on streaming, like writers have a lot of free reign. Like they don't have to, you know, get it within a certain you know, time limit. I mean, we have episodes, uh, some are like over an hour, some are like uh, 45, 50 minutes. Like yes. there's no set time, you know? Yes. So I feel uh, like I can't writing wise. They, they have free reign. Yeah. Cool. I love that. I feel like I can't just watch one. I have to at least watch two when I'm sitting down and watching it. Oh yeah. You know, make it like at least a movie, yes. you know, two hours, hour and a half, hour, 45 minutes, yeah. you know? Yeah. Exactly. Can't just watch one. I want to ask too, Kevin. What's one of your favorite moments, either on or off camera, from from doing Ozark? Oh wow. Um, ooh. Well, I don't want to spoil anything for you. I'm trying to think of uh, something off camera this season <laughs> that I remember. Uh, I think it's just. I think it's just um, like when I get to set, it's just great. It's a great family atmosphere. We all support each other, um, whether it's on set or uh, off set, on social media. We're always congratulating each other when we have projects coming out. Okay. So I think it's just great to be part of a, a family and, and to have been in that family, you know, for like four years and three seasons yes. has been uh, truly amazing. Yeah. I love that. Just, yeah, from the beginning. From the beginning. Yeah, like I said, you've just been one of my favorites. Um, uh, yeah, it's, it's such a great, such a great show. Um, I saw too, Thanks, Kevin. Man. No problem. Thank you. Thank you for doing it. Um, I saw in your bio you could sing. And you also <laughs> played uh, Willy Wonka in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. I did. And, oh, uh, wow. When I went, uh, when I was at. Clemson University. I uh, I played Willy Wonka um, at like a Little Clemson Theater Community uh, Theater. <laughs> could, That's you, awesome. could you sing us a, a song or a part of a song from from <laughs> from, from Willy Wonka? Oh, yeah. Let's let's see. Um, <clears throat> come with me, and you'll be in a world of pure imagination. How about that? <laughs> that was amazing. I love it. I, I love more. It. God damn, yes. Kevin. Release a, a whole album, please. I feel like there should be a, a, a Sam Dermody uh, song about Ozark. Like, even well, if you just do it on your own on a YouTube channel. Like, Oh, here. Well, there's a funny story. Um, I My mom sang country music as uh, when she was growing up. So I have a little, like, country twang that I also, I, like, so that's another funny story. At a, uh, one of our rap parties, I sang Garth Brooks' Friends in Low Places. And uh, we had this karaoke machine. And then when I got on set, like, the next day, people were like, we didn't know you could sing. we got to write that into the show. Yeah. Like, I feel like that would definitely <laughs> be something. I, I, I was hoping to see it in season three once I read that you could sing. <laughs> like Ario Speedwagon doesn't make it to the casino, but but Sam Sam kills it. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, Sam, though, I was going to say, though, you've, you've, you've worked uh, opposite of Jason. You've also been in, uh, what is it, A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood with Tom Hanks. Uh, is there anybody that you um, have, that you would be starstruck if you worked with? Um, I love Jessica Chastain. She is one of my all-time favorites. Uh, I would... I would be starstruck. It would take me a couple. It would take me a couple beats to to kind of find my footing if we got to do a scene together. And I hope so in the future. I I would love to have a scene or work with her in any capacity. Uh, and then also, um, I mean, Dustin Hoffman. He's he was amazing. Like I I've seen Kramer versus Kramer so many times. Uh, like uh or Al Pacino would be incredible. Like my favorite movie of all time is Dog Day Afternoon. Oh my god, that's I would, a good love, one. I would love to get to work with him at some point. Yeah. Um, yeah, that would be incredible. Nice, nice. So curious, Kevin, uh, uh being in a um Netflix original series, do you get a lot more offers for Netflix originals? Uh it hasn't happened yet. Um you know, fingers crossed uh, that that does. Uh, I mean, going three seasons deep into a very popular show, I think that has uh, opened more doors for me, or at least opportunities. So, yeah, I mean, I feel good about what the future holds, uh, whether that's, you know, Netflix or, or any other streaming service. I mean, you know, the more they see me on a popular you know, show that everybody's watching. I think that helps, uh, you know, when I audition and all that stuff. Yeah. Awesome. And I wanted to ask too, uh, Kevin, we're in a, we're in a very, uh, different world right now. What are, what have you stocked yeah. up on? What have you hoarded on? <laughs> Man, I, and people taking toilet paper, I'm telling you, uh, I, right? I didn't hoard toilet paper. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I don't know. I, I I didn't really hoard anything. It's uh, hard though. It's like it's like it, now you you kind of got to hoard because everyone else is hoarding. Like I, I yeah, I caught I hoarding it's, fever. It's like a cycle. Like if <laughs> you know, if everybody just stopped hoarding, then people would be able to get toilet paper, or yeah. paper towels, I, or soap, or shampoo. Yes. For some reason, or those Parmesan things just on, on the shelf. Oh, Parmesan, Parmesan cheese. cheese. I've That's not been amazing. able to find Parmesan I, cheese in like a week. I'm go like, go to the retail store I work at. We have problems there. Uh, Coming to you. Okay. Mine um, doesn't. Mine doesn't have the parmesan. So, I want to know, like, where where did everyone get the idea to hoard toilet paper? Because, yeah. like, when uh, I first started hearing about this virus, I didn't think, like, oh, I got to buy a bunch of toilet I paper. I got to have toilet like, paper. Who yeah. started that shit? I have, no, I have no idea. It's just as weird as, like, when there's a, what is it, a... Like a snowstorm, like everything's gonna be shut down. People want to buy bread and milk. Yeah, and I'm uh, like, why would you buy milk when milk is gonna go bad in the fridge? Yeah. Bread, okay, I can see that. Bread, yeah. peanut butter, <laughs> jelly. Um, but yeah, it's just weird. I mean, I, I 
I don't get it. I feel like maybe the, the toilet paper companies did this. They were like, Ooh, we're not going to make toilet paper created. for a few months. We're going to make way less, and we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. It, it, it's funny, Rob, uh, talking about like snowstorms and stuff. Rob always says during a blizzard, like, oh, just coffee and cigarettes. Coffee, and that's cigarettes, right. and alcohol. That's, <laughs> that's what that is. Yeah, that'll warm you up. Yeah, that's the groups. <laughs> coffee that's groups and cigarettes. I need. Yeah, no. Otherwise, I'm going to kill somebody if I can't get that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh <laughs> wow what um uh, sam uh, Ke- kevin sam i I've, i'm i'm an idiot i'm an you idiot. do that all the time and i yeah. love it where you <laughs> call people by their Sammy. Like, their character names kevin i just wanted to ask too um uh i know the world's at hot right now but do you have any upcoming projects you could tell us about uh i was working on a, a project before everything got shut down but i can't I can't say what it is because okay. I, you know, NDAs and all that kind of stuff. Okay. It was a you're you're, you're opening a uh, uh, fast food chain. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna ask. I'm I'm trying to make a movie uh, called Ghost Bat, where a Ghost Bat is is mad because nobody loves bats, and this this bat he's been he's been hated all his life, and he just wants to be loved, and he's gonna kill us all till we learn to love bats. I didn't know if you wanted to, to star in that. Ghost, and it's called Ghost Bat. Ghost, Ghost Bat. Bat, yeah, yeah. So, like your character, I, I assuming would be like he'd be figuring out that you gotta love bats, and yeah. he'd be teaching people how to like cuddle bats you'd and be the guy you know that, kiss that, them and stuff. That figured it out. You would yeah. be the, the the I don't know protagonist and yeah. uh, something tagging protagonist. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I could totally do that. Yeah. <laughs> would you nuzzle a bat? We. Yeah. <laughs> and sing a song about it. Like, yeah. nuzzling like, bats. <laughs> like, nuzzling bats. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, my <laughs> Kevin's sick of like that. Well, what did I agree to? What like, why I, am I doing the show? I call, when, how do I get a restraining order? Like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Kevin, are, are you a family man? Uh, I'm single. Okay. I, uh, I live with uh, another um, actor. Uh, yeah, she she bought a house here in Atlanta. And uh, yeah, we've, we've been living together for like two, three years now. I heard that's a good spot, like for acting, uh, Georgia, Atlanta, Georgia. Oh yeah, man. Uh, just I mean, like you know, not everything on TV is in Atlanta, but you know, uh, if I'm exaggerating, I would say pretty much one out of every three shows that you watch is filmed here. Like that—that's where you know, uh, Walking Dead is, right? Walking Dead, Stranger Things. Ozark, oh, wow. obviously, um, yeah. all kinds of movies, uh, different pilots, yeah. And I also heard it's yeah, a great it's place to get work. Like, it's, it's a great uh, state to get work in. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, the Southeast is a great place to, like, get your feet wet and um, build a resume. So, yeah, it's, and I think that's why a lot of people move, are moving here. That's what I say. Like, uh, yeah, I just feel like it would be moving from like Hollywood to there from all the people we've talked to over the years. Yeah, it's uh, people are uh, some friends of mine out in LA are are like surprised that you know that I've 
got this type of role um, <laughs> living in the southeast. I'm a local actor, and yeah, yeah, it's, it's it's been a blessing, man. It's been it's been a wild ride. That's cool. Even um, just go uh, um, like the shows I love. I love uh, I love Danny McBride and uh, Vice Principals mm-hmm. and the the Righteous Gemstones, and he uh. I think relocated and they all moved to that one town because uh oh, Is it Georgia? Bill Murray Georgia? lived there. Okay. No, they're in Virginia, but like they moved there and they started like their own thing in Virginia, like just because. Just because they could. Yeah, Danny McBride, man, he I mean, look where he started. He was at North Carolina School of the Arts. I mean, I listened to uh him on uh Sam Jones off camera and his uh his career like where his career went was a great uh it was like a great story of how he got to where he got to yeah he's awesome and that's that's another thing i see like that was another show i was waiting for was uh i don't know if you checked that out kevin but the righteous gemstones they're oh yeah they're on pause right now because this is a virus yeah that's a hilarious show um (sighs) i haven't got an audition for that show yet though i'm surprised We'll get, we'll get, yeah, we're, we're gonna, we're gonna get you on there. I want to see. <laughs> well, once you, uh, you're, you're famous because of the uh, main role in Ghost Bat, like you're gonna get yeah. a lot of roles after yeah. uh, Ghost Bat. <laughs> so after you d- d- the public sees you nuzzling bats while wearing a mask, like it's gonna be something else. <laughs> That's, the sky's the limit after that, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. We need a who? Who's the uh, Joe Exotic for bats? Like oh. we need, like we need. Who's the Bat King? We need a Bat King. Yeah, we don't have a. We haven't had the Tiger King. We don't have a Bat King. And you could be the Bat King if you want, Kevin. Ooh, that's good. <laughs> who would be my Carol Baskin? Oh, ooh, oh, a book of female. A book of female. Yeah, uh, we'll figure it out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got have, connections, have guys, Kev. Yeah. Have, have you guys seen it? I guess you guys have seen oh, it. Oh, obviously, time. yeah, yeah, oh. absolutely. I've yeah. seen it, but I haven't seen the extra. Didn't they just add another episode? Oh, did they? I think they did. I don't know if it's out yet, but Joe McHale, I think, is uh, is is doing the eighth episode. But man, Tiger King is crazy. That's the Ozark has been number two since it came out. Yes, uh, I've seen on that. Netflix. Because Tiger yes. King has been number one the whole time. I'm Dude. like, what the hell? Just got to get some tigers in Ozark. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> the what Ozark are, King. What is your opinion on uh, the, the Tiger King? Are you King? mad at Joe Exotic for, for uh, <laughs> trumping you guys? <laughs> He's got it pretty bad right now. I'm not going to, so I can't. Yeah. yeah. Good for him that he, do he, you he think, got some notoriety. Well, what him. do you He's think? He's got dealing with. Do you think Joe Exotic, like, you think he's guilty, or you think he's, like, I think he's just a goofball. Like, what, yeah, what do you think? I feel like he got set up. He got a bad rap. Uh, I mean, I think there's, they were all flawed people. Yeah. And I think Carol Baskins is a hypocrite, yeah. and I think, because she's oh, doing yeah. the same thing that yes. Joe Exotic was doing. Yeah. But then there's also that phone call that they had recorded of him telling, uh, I can't remember the dude's name. Yeah, just do it. Uh, yeah, just um, yeah. Uh, yeah like when he was talking about that. how it was gonna happen, like it sounded yeah. like he wanted to have it done. Yeah, you know, they, they probably entrapped him, but he still wanted to have it. He he still he's still guilty said, of yeah, wanting here, to kill a person, or uh, yeah. whatever. And then yeah. he gave he gave he gave him the money. 
That and he just, just didn't give him all the money. Just the crazy stuff like on camera, like shooting a blow doll with like a gun. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, dude, you oh did some God. crazy He's stuff. Like, yeah, you're you're nuts. You're nuts. It's, I, I and like definitely... I think they had recordings of him admitting to just killing tigers and shit. Yeah, like, uh, yeah. That the animal abuse. Some of that stuff made me so sad in that in that series. Like, oh, yeah. Fuck. I'm just. Uh... And you knew he, you know, he blew up those alligators. You know that happened. I know like, that. He, yeah, he, yeah. That's, that's that, there's no way he didn't do that. Yeah, yeah. I feel um, bad for so that, that that dude, that reporter. That what was his name. Um, yes. Oh, I don't was... remember what the fuck his name was. The guy with the cowboy hat. The cowboy hat. He's guy. a good guy. Oh yeah. And he just kind of got yeah. fucked and all that. Yeah. Fuck. The oh. movie's gonna be great. I don't know if they're gonna make it into a comedy or a drama. A um, dramedy. But they're gonna. They got to do something <laughs> with it. It's too. Uh, crazy of a story i know kate mckinnon uh from snl has signed on to play carol baskin and <laughs> oh, wow. like a mini like a mini i guess they're doing a mini series but she's gonna play her so i'm guessing that's gonna be maybe it's gonna be more focused on carol baskins as a younger person Ooh. because you know kate mckinnon's young so she can't i don't think she'd be playing carol baskins where she is now you know yeah. Yeah, so I think it would be like a prequel or something. <laughs> yes. Oh my God, Kevin, it's but, it's been anyway, a blast. Yeah. We have to wrap this up, dude. But it's it's been so great talking to you. Before we wrap it up, can I do? I, I do have his Carol Baskin. Your oh. Carol Baskin is uh, his name is the Slamborghini, and like he kind of does the same thing that you do, where you like nuzzle and and take care of bats. He nuzzles and take care of his bats too. But, like, he's like, no, nah, I'm rescuing them, but he's also, like, profiting a lot out of those bats that he's nuzzling because he's also just kind of a dick. And so, you know, he's, like, doing the same shit. But that's your Carol Baskin. His name is the uh, Slamborghini. The Slamborghini. <laughs> Sometimes the Slamborghini. Kevin, where can everybody find you? Oh, uh, on um, Twitter, I'm uh, Kevin underscore L underscore Johnson. And then on Instagram, you can find me at the Kevin L. Johnson. Awesome. 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 Thank you. Thank you so much for talking to us, Kevin. Thanks, guys. It was a blast. Absolutely. Glad we, gave, we were able to get this done this time. I know we yeah. couldn't do it last season. I was going to say, I know I, I messaged you a while ago, and it was it, even though this situation sucks, it was great to be able to talk to you. Yeah, man. This is, this is fun. I'm, I'm enjoying that. Uh, like I'm doing a lot of interviews right now, so cool. it, it's good to you know interact with fans and all that stuff right now. It keeps me sane. Yes, <laughs> yeah. yes, that's why I feel like the, the just doing this show is something that's helped helped me get through this. <laughs> well, same here. Take care, Kevin. All right, guys. I'll I'll send you all the links when uh you know the show and and the interview go up. Oh, thanks, guys. No All problem. Right, have a good one. Thank you, dude. We'll be back if Josh gets Skype. Are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Been fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy or adult movie? Well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist. Go to adamandeve.com, and for a limited time only, you'll get 50% off just about any item. But that's not all. Oh, no. When you select your one item at 50% off, you'll also receive three free adult DVDs for a little inspiration. 
Plus, a free extra gift so sensual, we can't mention it on the radio. And to top it all off, we'll even throw in free shipping on your entire order. And no, we're not teasing. So check out adamandeve.com today for this special offer. Get 50% off one item when you type ROB for the offer code upon checkout. When you do, you'll get three free DVDs, a free extra gift, and free shipping. Just use offer code ROB, R-O-B, ROB, at adamandeve.com. Hey guys, it's Ryder Doll. I know what you're thinking. With all the porn out there, who's looking for phone sex? Well, I'll tell you who. Tens of thousands of totally normal guys just like you who felt lonely or, you know, in need of something different to get them off. So whether you're curious how to make me your hot little fuck toy for the night or you're absolutely desperate to make me your girlfriend, check me out on RyderDoll.com. That's R-Y-D-E-R-D-O-L-L.com. Click the tab for deals and promotions And just for hearing me on the Robin Slim Show, I'm going to hook you up with some free minutes to use in our first call. So what are you waiting for? Hit pause on the porn and visit me on RyderDoll.com. I can't wait to make you blow a huge load and to blow your fucking mind. (laughs) Robin Slim Show! What's going on? Josh! Josh! I can hear myself. Oh, oh what's oh. Josh turned Josh, on your radio? What's that? <laughs> turned on your radio. I can still hear me. Oh, let's see. How about now? Good. Perfect. Fucking good, bro. Good, good, good. What are you up to, singer songwriter Josh Ferguson? Ah, oh, man, just watching way too much TV and right. going bored out of my mind. Dude, are you, are you yeah, no, like, yeah, you're stuck, you're stuck, right? Yeah, I can't do anything. <laughs> like, oh, you're not, fine. you're not doing, Josh, you're not doing the, uh, the, the digital concerts? Ooh. Uh, I am, I'm, there's a website uh, or a page on Facebook called Social Distance Fest, and I'll, uh, I'll go in there and do that, and I'll, Play Monday, Wednesday, and Fridays on my page at Josh Perguson. I did it tonight because I was having some. I I left my charger somewhere and I can't. I don't have it, so my phone's dead. So I'm doing this through my tablet. So oh yeah, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do the live stream uh, tonight. But usually I do it Monday, Wednesday, and Fridays. I'll go and do about a 45 minute set on my page. Cool. What uh what's been driving you the craziest about this shit? Oh God, Steve! The, the stupidity of people, for one. Um, no, they're <laughs> smart people. Oh God, yeah, I know they are. They are definitely, mm-hmm. definitely. Uh, Rob uh, and I work in in, in retail, so oh, like we are smartest. we are dealing with the worst of the we worst. See the smartest. I mean, the, the best Josh. of the best. Yeah, I'm preaching to the choir. That's so yeah. You guys know better jo- than I do. Josh, man. I, I got to tell you because Rob had brought it up earlier, and it's a story that I I told him big reveal here. Um, I had a guy. I, I'm a manager in retail, right? So I have to assign people to count people at the door. And one of my dudes, uh, he was a young kid, and he's very enthusiastic and ambitious. And he's like, dude, I want to count people at the door. I'm like, you go do it, bro. So I give him a tablet. He goes out there and counting, and he comes up to me later, and he's like, hey, Slim. And I'm like, Yo, what's up, man? And he's like, there was a guy that was like trying to come in. He didn't have a mask. I told him, you can't come in the store. 
And I was like, you did the right thing. And he's like, well, the guy went out to the parking lot, found a mask that was laying on the ground, picked it up, put it on, came back to the door. And uh, the, the dude, my, my kid just kind of like clicked it off. It was like, all right, go in, I guess. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Thank God. Thank God. That is crazy. Yeah, it, it is. It is nuts. I, uh, I I did a little video on my YouTube page the other day. I don't know if you guys uh, saw it, but I wore in like a skeleton mask into Walmart, and uh, you know, I'm I'm pr- I'm from Lagrange, very close to Alabama, so I thought it would get a big shock. But people are used to weird, freaky crap yeah. here, like, and so it didn't. Really- didn't really do too much. Everybody, okay, all right. <laughs> so, so, so in, in uh, New Jersey, like we're not used to shit like this. But I did have in the particular retailer that I, I work for, uh, there was a, a young girl who was wearing a big plastic Spider-Man mask. And like all my associates came up to me and they're like, you know, there's a girl in here who's high as fuck and wearing a Spider-Man mask. And I'm like, yeah, I saw her. It's kind of cool. Like it is what it is. But yeah, very like That's just. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. You're seeing some weird stuff come out. I know like <laughs> the only person I saw like out in public, it wasn't really, I, I don't know if it was weird or what, but he had like puppies on his mask. It's almost like a a fashion trend now yeah. like i think some people are just doing it as like an accessory My. as you would be a carrying case for your phone or something i want robinson like, the mask i robinson really do i want to get somebody to get our masks out there yeah, oh man robin slim uh face mask <laughs> <laughs> what are you wearing josh what are you wearing when you go to the store for supplies um basically i Honestly, I, I'm not really wearing anything. I just do my thing and just, um, you know. Have you been able stay. to get toilet paper? Uh, no, even that sort of. Well, I do have it, but yeah, like you go to the stores, like you really just got one brand to choose from, like Angel Soft or something. Right. Yeah. You can't get much. Like they'll say Store one brand per family. Yeah. Yeah, yeah one roll Let's... per, per uh, family. Speaking of the mask, though, my sister sent me a picture of the mask that she's wearing, and it's like snowflakes, dusters, and just penises. Like, just... I'm going <laughs> like, to see if the camera can get that. It's just it's just dicks on the mask. Like drawn dicks or real dicks? <laughs> yeah. Like, they're like cart, cartoony dicks. Oh. Like, <laughs> I don't know, but... Dick masks. Yeah, it's just dick masks. How, how, Josh, how has it affected the music industry? And with you having seen some, uh, you know, uh, fame in recent past months, like, how is it affecting you? It, it's, um, it's just been crazy. It feels like one of those things where uh, a lot of things were going right for me, which is kind of unusual uh, in my life, at least, for things to go right. It just seemed like everything was kind of a green light. A lot of things were lining up for me. And right when it felt like things were kind of taking off, uh, that's when this whole thing hit and, like, just threw the brakes on everything. And, uh, you know, I, I'm not a negative person. I try to look at everything as cup half full. But, you know, it, it, if I dwell on it too long, it is very depressing. Uh, everything, I mean, I... It ain't just me, you know, a bunch of musicians. I, I don't feel sorry just for me. I just feel sorry for uh, a, a lot of people from, you know, musicians to 
anything to do with the entertainment yeah, industry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's actors, really put brakes yeah. on everybody. Yeah. yeah. Sex workers, too. Uh, just you. Yeah. Just uh, a couple months ago, before even the masks and all that, I heard, like, some music festivals into, like, the summer were canceled. Like, yeah. That's what I'm hearing. I had tickets to go see all, well, me and my girlfriend had tickets uh, for All American Rejects this Thursday. And, of course, that's not happening. But, uh, yeah. and Ticketmaster, too, they're being a little bitch. Y'all heard about them with the tickets? No. No. What are they doing? They they kind of quietly changed their uh, policy like about the returns and uh, they're trying to stifle people out of getting their money back if they bought a ticket and the, and the concerts were canceled due the, to the corona. Like the airlines like the are airlines, doing the same yeah. thing. Uh, that was one of the stories. I don't think we hit it tonight, but one of the recent stories was yeah the airlines last week. I think we did yeah. not giving the, the money back. Just yeah, here's a travel voucher for who the fuck knows when. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is. Yeah, and they Shitty. try. I'm sure they. I don't know about the the Delta thing, but they try to sugarcoat it, at least Ticketmaster with, well, we're taking this money and we're giving it to charities and and people that have been laid off in the in the music industry. That's all great and fine, but give the person the option to yes. do that. Don't just take their money. And you're and one of the people with, that it's affected. So fuck yeah, yeah give you the exactly. Option. Yeah, you're right. Well, just going on the fact, too, like, I don't know. I don't know if you have a regular 9 to 5, but we do, and we just got our stupid Trump checks. Like, did you get mm-hmm. that at least? I, I did. Okay. And it's, that, yeah, that's a little bit of a uh, yeah. little bit of good happening there. So that's, yeah. 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 I still feel like there's going to be a lot of repercussions from that. Oh, like, I feel that. like it's I not going to be good. That or just the fact that we are going to go into a recession, if not a depression, after this. God, I agree with you. How long can we go? Yeah. Like that asshole in charge at the beginning is like, this is great for the economy. No, this is not great for the economy. Like, fuck mm-hmm. you. Fuck you. It's uh, not. I just, I don't see how it's not going to get uh, get bad uh, from here on out. And I'm not like, I'm far from the smartest guy in the world, but it don't take a smart guy just to step back and yeah. and uh, see how things are Even- and where it's headed. Just on that, like, I don't believe for a minute, like, guy in a bat and this started. I feel like some fucking something is at work here. Like, no, no guy just eating a bat started this shit. No. If that the case, if that was the case, it would have happened way back in the seventies with Black Sabbath. That's where the whole thing would have yeah. started. <laughs> yeah, Ozzy would bite a bat, fucking head he off, and spit in the that crowd. Guy. Yeah, that motherfucker didn't care. He didn't give a <laughs> shit. Fuck. <laughs> Drink his own piss and snore. Uh, well, have y'all seen that movie uh, with Motley Crue? Uh, on I did. The Dirt, I think it was called. Yeah. I saw that. I, I know Ozzy would shit in people's boots if they left yeah. them outside of hotel rooms. Like, yeah, Ozzy just didn't give a shit. Like, <laughs> Ozzy didn't start the shit. So. We didn't start the fire. <laughs> yes. And on that note, Josh, I didn't know if you could sing us. Uh, a song, maybe something off, off your normal uh, songs. I don't know if you could sing us like a rap song or, or something, something off color. Uh, how about yeah? What if I uh, hit you guys with like a uh, a medley, like maybe like two songs in one, but it ain't gonna be very long. I'm just gonna go from one and then cut into the other one. Maybe a little Nelly meets Third Eye Blind or something. Oh, Ooh, that yeah. sounds like yeah. Yeah, we have a little bit of drizz at the end. A little drizzle right there. 
A little bit of drizzle on it. <laughs> All right. Let's see. With the ad, 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 with the ad. If you want to go and get a ride with me, fall in the back of the dozy. Why do I feel this way? Must be the money. If you want to go and get high with me, smoke a nail in the back of the dozy. Why do I live this way? Must be the money. Her own motivation, she come round and she go down on me And I make a smile like a truck for you To whatever what you want to do, coming over you Keep on smiling what we go through One stop to the rhythm that divides you And I speak to you like the chords with the buzz Drop another line like the corner with the cuss Giving like a free show, taste stage Giving the game she played, she said I want something else Give me this sunshine kind of light, baby, baby. I want something else. Not listening when you say goodbye. The sky was gold. I was taking sips up through my nose, and I wish I could get back there. Some things back there.
your place back there Smiling the pictures you would take when you were high I want something else Yeah, hold on, it's time for the drizzle now Hold on, we gotta add the drizzle. Do you know Spice Girls I Wanna? I really, really wanna. Start playing that. I'll do the I'll do the singing. Yes. Alright, let's go. Alright. I just I'm gonna give you like a G on bounce between us. Yeah, that's fine. Words and you just you do you know do your drizzle on it. If you wanna get with me, if you wanna be my lover, you gotta get with my friends. A zigga 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 A zigga 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 ah If you wanna get with me <laughs> You gotta get with my lover Yeah, that's right If you wanna get with me, just come over Yeah, all you gotta do is just come over And you can get with me Yeah, that's right Just open up my door Make sure you knock three times I won't answer if you knock once. I'm not gonna answer if you knock twice or if you knock four times. But if you knock three, I'm gonna open up that door. Yeah, and I'll lead you into my room. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Lab of the century. <laughs> Dude, yeah, that was like a movie and a movie and a movie. Fuck. <laughs> Well, I'm hard. <laughs> who, who isn't? Who isn't? Josh, I want to ask you, are, are you writing a lot of music being uh, quarantined? I am. I'm, I'm actually, a lot of music's coming to me, but I'm, I'm a little bit like writer's block when it comes to lyrics, which is strange. But music, I, I've got a lot coming, uh, coming to me, but lyrically, I'm... I don't know. Maybe I'm just thinking too hard. Maybe I need to go for some walks, get some fresh air. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that's lyrics, what I would feel I'm like. Happy. Yeah, fuck. Like I was gonna say, like I feel like I would maybe get caught up in my own head about everything going on and, and that kind of stuff. I, it, it's easy not. It's, yeah, it's kind of hard right now to write a happy song. It's almost yeah. like it's all fuck you. I'm pissed. Yeah, I got uh, a mask. Yeah. Uh, I'm, Are you wearing a mask? Um. <laughs> uh, what when I'm riding or just like when I go out? Well, like when I you go out, right you now. Like, I don't know. I feel like the drugs I, mean, I, I don't. I mean, not you know. To each their own. I might be the idiot yeah. for not doing it, but you know, I, I don't. See, it, it's an. It sucks. Like I don't want to, but it's yeah. being enforced in New Jersey. It's mandatory here, and I feel yeah. like I don't have to. If I've been okay for this long, I feel like I I've yeah. been practicing the things that are gonna keep me okay. Like I feel like I shouldn't have to be forced to wear the stupid thing. I didn't know you guys were being forced to. Yeah, well, yeah, it's state uh, regulation. I didn't know you guys were not being. I figured it was, it was like the same. <laughs> well, all well over. no, because uh, like actually, it's like it's New York and New Jersey right now. I think are the uh, like epicenters. Like we're the oh. highest. Like Jersey is bad, so you know they're yeah. forcing a lot of things on us. I, like I said, I just figured this was like all over. Like, dude, it sucks. It sucks, and like. Just saying, like, going back to, like, the fact that we have to work, like, halfway through the day, the stupid thing starts, like, I guess, breaking down, where you got fibers in your nose and your mouth as you're breathing, like, it's, it's a piece of crap. Mm. It's a piece of crap, dude. Oh, that would be, I, I can imagine. Is uh, it? So, things are just, like, 
just getting worse there? Is it getting better? Yeah, it it's worse. Uh, yeah. Just like going back to New York, uh, they have a park, and uh, I heard earlier today that it's an island where they're stacking, like, it's basically like bodies, just bodies uh, of uh, victims who died from it. Like, ugh. That is terrible. I've seen uh, pictures of like that, and I like, in New York and stuff, it just looks like a ghost town from the pictures I saw. Yeah. Uh, it's 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 scary. It's fucking scary. But then you like I said, like not like I said, but like there's thirty year old cops like going from it. Like yeah, there's it does, a lot of stories I'm reading of like thirty year olds, twenty seven year olds, yeah, just being, like dying from this. Shit. Originally, it's like yeah, no, elderly wow. and 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 uh, babies or whatever. But yeah, no, it's, it's it just feels no. like it's going wherever it wants to go. Like I don't know what this thing is doing. Taking it, who taking who it wants to take, kind yeah. of, yeah. kind of deal. I, I, I'm, yeah, I've heard that. Well, I didn't hear that about the, uh, you know, generally what you've heard is the older, like sixty and up, mm-hmm. or people with very bad health problems. But yes. you know, you, you you get mixed stories. Like you hear that, yeah. and then you also hear, no, nah, it'll kill anybody. So it's like you know, uh, also. Like I heard, if you're doing a really shitty podcast, also it kills you. Yeah, yeah, if you're a shitty yeah. podcaster, to get you. Also, I'm saying though, I feel like uh, I don't know. Me and my friends, like we had a fucking terrible thing going around this past holiday season. I feel like we've fucking had this shit. Like this past winter, I had a, a virus slash flu, whatever, so bad that I had to call out. I had a fever, and like I feel like this shit's been around longer than they're telling us. Well, and that's yeah. been proven yeah, at this I point. I already had it. Like, yeah. well, I'd already had it, not even known it. Yeah. But, but that has been proven at this point where there's a, there's a lot of evidence suggesting that China's been hiding the spread of it and that it didn't yeah. all take place at this um, seafood market, that there were cases way before that, and China kind of, like, hit it, and that's why um, uh, Trump kind of did the thing with who, whatever they're fucking called, the... The who, well, a wealth health. I don't know what the fuck they are, but like they apparently were kind of helping them, like China, cover the spread of this fucking yeah. thing. Yeah. Wow, man. It, if we knew the truth to everything, we'd all be probably shocked. And I mean, not just not just this virus thing, but like just uh, everything, like. You know, yeah. humans can't handle the truth, so everything's got to be sugar coated and yeah, God and and, and Easter and and, and so, bats and bats. So I don't, I don't know. I uh, I haven't brought up like what I'm doing in uh, the the um, the times right now. So I've I've been loading a bunch of PlayStation One games onto my PlayStation Classic, and I've been playing a shitload of the original Final Fantasy VII. Oh, I don't ooh. know if you're a gamer, Josh, but that game is amazing. I, I used to be, so I wish I had one now. I used to be um, Xbox 360. I loved, like, Bioshock, Gears oh, of War. So um, I used to be heavy into it. Now I don't have a system, and I've been kind of uh, wanting one because I'm really bad here lately. But I, I picked I up a, a PS4 just at the past tax return, so, like, a few months. And, dude, I'm, like, three games into the PS4 and just, like, yeah, so good, so good. I saw that they yeah they redid that uh, Final Fantasy Resident Evil. Um, oh, I didn't see that. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, they're on to the uh, third Final Fantasy. Uh, I'm mean, not Final Fantasy. Uh, Resident Evil Resident remake. Evil? Wow. Yeah, they did one, two, and three. Wow. That game's just scary. Like oh, I, I, can, I can watch horror movies by myself all day long, like or night long by myself. Don't bother me. But 
a video game. Dude, yeah. I just can't do it. I, I remember like, the video game's different than I a remember movie. jumping when the thing yeah. was on the ceiling and like dropped down at you. I was like petrified. Yeah. I, I remember being a kid and playing the first Resident Evil, and, and what I would do just because I wanted it to be. Uh, scarier for me, but I still would like stop playing the game after this. But I, I would like put curtains over my fucking windows and shit because I'd be playing it in like twelve o'clock in the afternoon because it's a Saturday and all from school. <laughs> yeah. And like I get to the part in the first Resident Evil where the dogs jump out of the window, and I'm like, nope, yes. I'm done. Yes. <laughs> like, Not today. <laughs> Peace. Josh, we have to wrap this up, dude, but it's always great talking to you. It's always great talking to you, and we're here for you, and you're here for us. That's all that fucking matters. Love will change the world, Josh. I always enjoy being on with you guys. It's uh, it's my pleasure, and uh, thank you guys for the sticker. I got one on my guitar case, and the other sticker I got on my wall behind my bed, so I got one on the guitar and one on my wall, and I got to quit being a lazy ass. Uh, lazy ass and get something in the mail for you like i'm gonna do that um it's you're gonna love it oh i can't wait i can't wait you gotta at some point man we gotta figure out somewhere where we can meet up and do like a live show together yeah or make out session when this is or over, make out I, I section. Make it happen. Like, I think yeah. this is eye opening for everybody. Like, yes, to, yeah. Like, so go so, do shit. Don't yeah. just you never know when you're not gonna be able to I, do I it. I mean, anymore. like, I could I could go to Georgia. Like, I have my my father lives in Georgia. He lives in a uh, Woodstock. I don't know how far okay, that is yeah, from Atlanta, so. but like, yeah. I could go to Woodstock and take Rob with me, and we could stay at my father's house and, and meet up. You know, we, we could kill his father. And we could all, <laughs> yeah. we could all party all night, Josh. Josh, where can everybody find you? Uh, JoshPerguson.com, and I'm on Spotify at Josh Perguson. And when you go to JoshPerguson.com, it'll lead you to all my social media links and find anything and everything you want right there at JoshPerguson.com. Awesome, brother. And don't kill your dad, Slim. That's not cool. <laughs> I didn't say I was going to kill my dad. I did, you but I'm telling dad. you not to. <laughs> I said you were going to say it, and then I'm telling you not to. So that right. gets me out of any trouble. Love you, Josh. Love you, Josh. Love you guys. Y'all have a great night. You too, you too. and Slim's dad as well. Slim's dad as Peace. well. <laughs> Peace, brother. Slim, don't kill your dad. I'm not going to kill my dad. <laughs> All right. Ready to go. Who's saying that? We don't have anybody. I think Slambo will. Oh, yeah, buddy. Uh, COVID-19 is very scary. Yeah, yeah. COVID-19. Never. I'm a super burly man, but like, invisible virus scares me. Yeah, baby. Charm. Ah, I I care, baby. Ah. Fuck this. It's done. Yeah, because I said it's done. I'm the one who said it was done. I said it was done. Go on, you little hysterical. You just repeat everything I say, you little fucking mockingbird. Oh, okay. I'll say something you haven't said. I hope you die, bitch. You're already dead. You're already fucking dead. No, I'm not. You're just saying that I'm the one who's alive because I'm standing here. You're dead because you're walking away. Fuck you. You're dead. I'll see you in fucking hell someday. Keep walking, sassy pants. This has been a Fat Moles Radio production. To hear more shows like this, go to soundcloud.com slash Radio. 
Hush your face is coming straight to your ears. A podcast network that's changing gears. Bringing fresh funky pods with a fresh funky beat. A family of pods that are bringing the heat. There ain't no stopping us. Keep coming back to us. Sick ass pods that'll make you hush. WWW Hush your face. WWW Hush your face. WWW Hush your face.com.